Time for the game crowd. Ruby and Raj are a pair. And let us not forget the now, the legend that is now, talking all about their lives. Wait, I thought this was about games. I cannot hear what Ruby's saying. Think it's something about now Or blaming Yoda for that smell Well, we'll see you all again next week Another two hours of fun Yes, it's time for the game crowd And welcome back to the game crowd If you smile, what the Raj is cooking Sorry. And what is he cooking, Ruby? Uh, why are you cooking? <laughs> so, anyway, welcome back to the game crowd. Sorry. Uh, me and now I just had a bit of a wrestling moment then. We did. Uh, so, yeah. Well, mainly me. But, um, no, I, I was I was with you in spirit, man. That was that was a good moment. Yeah. Anyway, so we're chatting. Like, and it's nice to be back doing this, but it's kind of weird because Mel's not here for tea and cake. He's having tea at his place. I'm not sure if he's having cake. Are you no having cake, cake? sadly. No, okay. no. Chocolate though, isn't it? Lots of chocolate. Oh, <laughs> which chocolate are you having with your tea right now? Sweet like chocolate I've got half a bar of um, whole nut, Cadbury's whole nut, and then I've got one of those giant Toblerone bars. <gasps> oh, Toblerone. Yes, just mm. looking That's to give that a good home. That's why you're so happy to be where you're at right now, isn't it? <laughs> it's why I could, couldn't come over. I know they're easing the lockdown, but I couldn't leave the Toblerone behind. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a reasonable excuse. I think okay, so. look, we're back. I'm really happy. Yeah, we're back. Uh, this is We're still social distancing. I think we, we sort of had this conversation earlier, but uh, Ruby made us cut it off because she goes, should we interrupt this and... Then it's because he started, right? It's because it's what, what happened, we started, we, we had it in entrance bit, and then you just basically were like, uh, uh, hello, here <laughs> is Raj. And I was like, basically, you've forgotten how to talk all these weeks of quarantining and not talking to another human being apart from myself. It made you lose... Uh, yeah, I said, I said some nonsense, like quantifiable something. something yeah, there, there was a long list of words that you sort of just pulled out of nowhere that <laughs> had had no bearing on anything other than just you sounding cool. <laughs> exactly, which is probably the way I normally talk anyway, so just total nonsense. But there you go. But this is the Game Crowd podcast, and we're back after what? Maybe two months? It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been like before the quarantine. Uh, we were on episode, yeah. this is episode 13. So. The world has changed. If aliens find these recordings, they'll be able to track the course of mankind through the final days of earth and what seems like the final days of earth through our podcast because prior to this podcast the world was all good and rosy and happy and um <laughs> now that we're recording this like <laughs> yeah this is like the survivors <laughs> this is the thing, it's gonna be 
in a museum like 100 years later, they're going to say, this is life during the rock lockdown. We have images, we have video footage, but here we have something that really gives you insight into how these people lived. Yes. And these were, were gamers, so it made no difference to them because they were locked up in the house of fame. Anyway. <laughs> they were having the time of their lives. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it would be worth something. So this is episode 13. And what you just heard earlier for entrance music, that was our biggest fan, I believe. Or is he our biggest fan? He's one our of our biggest fans. fan, a man called Sam. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's his name. He's Sam. He's a plastic <laughs> surgeon. So Sam, big shout out to you for doing the um, theme tune. But that was big, awesome. It was awesome, but I've got a bone to pick with Sam. Oh um, no. Yeah. Well, we sort of set these challenges. Like I think Ruby started these songs. She started a song about you first, and Sam, this this guy, who always says, "No, I'm not really a guitarist. I'm not a singer. I just mess around sometimes." You know. <laughs> and when he did it, it was actually, whoa. Well, what you just heard. It was, yeah. it was like the best one. I know, I thought. Is that what you've never done? Like, he just ad-libbed it. After work, this was as well. Yeah. In Crazy. five minutes, he didn't, it's not like he, um, he, it's not like he actually planned the song. He just done it as straight away. Yeah, he just turned up, he just got home, sat on his sofa and just, just pulled out this incredible song. And sang it and recorded it in like one take, and they are like, oh, there. You go. I'm not very good, but there you go. Exactly. Okay, Sam. <laughs> and, and this is after a day of how many surgeries did he do? He said like what he done three. He done two. Uh, he done two uh, car accidents, and then he done two. Um, what was it? Do you remember what it was? But anyway, so yeah, two stabbings and two car accidents. And I was just like, what? That's your normal work day? And then you just come home, write a song. That's a very productive day, I, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's me going, yeah, I've done a report today and I'm dead proud of myself. And I emailed it. That is an achievement. <laughs> it is. It, it's weird. This lockdown's been strange, man. But I mean, yeah, just to finish that, I mean, why well, not finish it, but just massive respect to Sam for pulling out this awesome song from nowhere and uh, just showing us all how it's done, I think. <laughs> exactly. I can just imagine him operating on a client and then playing guitar with the other hand. <laughs> with um, the client's hand. <laughs> exactly. And you're also making up that's Sam for you. Dr. Sam, I'm sure you're going to be listening because you're one of our number one fans. So we've given a massive shout out to you. I'm not going to mention which hospital you work at or where you live or anything like that. What you can do for us, Sam, though, is it possible to do a human centipede, Sam? Because you can so, are you, are you volunteering? We got two friends who are doctors, right? And I wouldn't say this to their face, so I'm saying it on the podcast instead. So, <laughs> one, one of them is a plastic surgeon, one of them's a Gastro. gastrobotomist. Gastroenterologist. Oh. <laughs> Well, she she the bottoms and stuff. She's no, she doing doesn't. Some... She does the liver. <laughs> she works in the liver. She works in the whole digestive. What's she called the bottoms? That's part anyway. Go on. Sorry. Anyway, sorry. That's yeah. Part of it, yeah. So if they got together, they could actually do the humans humans centipede. <laughs> and for those for those who are listening who may not know what the the specifics of that are, would you mind elaborating? <laughs> no, I'll let you Google that. I'm not gonna. This is a family. <laughs> Family-friendly. I think podcast. If, if you're under 18, don't Google it, please. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? A friend invited, uh, well, friend colleague 
a really nice colleague actually invited us all over to her house to have a movie night and a pizza and they all wanted to watch the human centipede and i was really gutted I, I, I was really gutted i couldn't make that evening i have of course never heard of human centipede but when i was at home and when i actually googled that <laughs> and just by looking at the just by looking at the front cover of the mm-hmm. image of the film i was like i'm so happy i didn't make it to be honest do you know i'm really happy i didn't make that one. and mm-hmm. They were eating pizza and watching it. How on earth? Yeah, that I don't get. I mean, I, I watched it and it was quite... It's not a great film, to be honest. It's not like... It is purely about the wrongness of that thing that's being created, you know. But, um, yeah, it, it wasn't... It's just like a... It's like, for me, it's like a throwaway sort of B-movie horror. You know, it was like... Do you know what I mean? It's, it's more about the shock of, uh, like, someone conceiving that than... than uh, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't great. But, yeah... It's, uh, I'm sure they could, I'm sure. Yeah, probably wouldn't last very long, but I'm sure I'm sure our two doctor friends could do that. Yeah, I think so, together. We can sort of uh, work it out. If, yeah. you, if, you, if our doctor friends are listening, I am so sorry. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, so let, let's start the first segment. Now, guys, and uh, I just wonder how everyone's doing on quarantine. Uh, quarantine, quarantine. Lockdown. Lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> so I, don't, I don't know what I'm on about, do I? <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I, I've tended to say quarantine, but um, I don't know. I'm open to correction if it's quarantine. Well, uh, listen, if you're from Newcastle, it's quarantine. Listen, it's American. <laughs> it's quarantine. Anyway, should we start with Raj? How have you been? Oh, I've got loads, guys. So, because um, <laughs> two months worth of nonsense. So, <laughs> let it out, man. <laughs> let it go. I believe we're all sitting comfortably, and I believe our viewers aren't going anywhere anytime soon. We don't have viewers, no listeners. Okay, I believe our listeners. Actually, no, tomorrow they might be going to meet their families in their garden. Yeah. But I think they will still appreciate our Yeah, when, when they get bored of that, and, you know, when that gets old quickly, then they can fall back and listen to our podcast again. That's true, we've got plenty of time. Raj, continue with your nonsense. How have you been? So, um, first of all, I've been working home from home for three months. Uh, I work for uh, private schools, and so our companies straight away we working from home. We we're able to do that. Um, I work in IT, as you probably I've probably mentioned that before, haven't I? Yeah. So, so we've been working from home. We've been doing everything over Teams, and lately um, the lessons we've been doing Zoom lessons uh, for years now, like literally since I think 2015, 2016. We've, we've been doing all our lessons over Zoom Zoom's since that time. Okay. Zoom's older than that, yeah, but we've been doing our lessons since then on Zoom. Um, so we were already um, equipped for the, the, the pandemic because um, we've got this sort of, I'm not a fan of it, but we've got this um, uh, 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 philosophy in our schools called self-directed learning. So basically they have one teacher and that teacher can teach like multiple students over over our 25 campuses. So say there's a geography lesson, there's only one geography, specialist geography teacher. They only need about one special specialist geography teacher for the 25 schools. So she just teaches a different bunches of, bunch of children at that certain time over BC, over Zoom. So you're there now. Yeah, I'm listening. Oh, okay, okay. You probably fell asleep. Oh, yeah, I thought you fell asleep. I thought, oh, I must be, like, really boring. No, I was listening to what you're saying. <laughs> now, now, uh, you know, I'm gonna, oh, I ruined it now. 
I'll can, I'll can watch that now. If they, now, please stop producing snoring sounds when Rob stops. Because it's not the same. You know, when you're there face to face, it's a bit different. Yeah. It's nice, like, it's yeah, yeah, I can slap you on your back and, you know, you, you, can, you, you can hold my knee or something. You know, do you know what I mean? So, that kind of... <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> what are you laughing for? Because you two are laughing, isn't it? Funny. Oh. You're funny. Right. Okay. I actually find you funny, Lee. Oh. Yeah, anyway, so we've already been equipped for that kind of thing uh, uh, at our schools. So this wasn't a major thing for us. The um, uh, every teach, every we just had to prep the laptops in a certain way so we could make sure the the files are back backed up and things like that. That 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 would only happen on cap on on our campuses. But um, in the last few weeks. Um, because everyone started to use Zoom, but by everyone I mean mean um, the rest of the world, like in a mass in a massive way, there there was a lot of security concerns because other schools started using them and people started popping up onto people's Zoom Zoom sessions all around the country. And wow. Yeah, so that's that was a massive security concern. Because imagine teachers are teaching over Zoom, mm. and suddenly um, someone just popped up onto the Zoom lesson and started doing obscene <laughs> gestures. What? Yeah, we so had that we had issue. Uh, one of our NHS psychologists ended up in a French family's family gathering, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> and, and our psychologist was brilliant. She's like, oh, hello, you know, very polite, and, you know. And um, she's like, oh, oh, hello there. Oh, I don't speak in French. Okay, I, I shall leave now. This is not wrong I don't know what yeah, she She must have put the, like, got a digit wrong or something in the code. Yeah, wrong code or wrong number. Or, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah, people were doing that randomly now. And, and so it didn't happen to our schools, but because of that, so Zoom started getting a bit of slack from the media. Mm. A secure thing. And it's people are got school, schooling, schools are teaching. Because schools were either using Teams or Zoom, but Zoom was the prominent one start off. Because mm. Zoom had already had the infrastructure in place. For that yeah, one. Teams is fairly new, isn't it? Yeah. So then Zoom decided to release a, well, uh, uh, put out a mandatory update because the old version would stop working. So imagine we've got like thousands of laptops mm. in, their, in, 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 in their homes and we have to update those laptops with the, with Zoom, the new version of Zoom. The only, the only way possible to do that is bringing the um, laptops on campus. Wow. So oh, wow. past two weeks we've been rushed off our feet. I mean, there's another solution now. We're slowly rolling out something called Microsoft Intune, which enables us to, to, yep. to and you, you probably heard of it now, you work in IT, yeah, to push, to, to push, push uh, software and, and manage uh, machines no matter where they are, along with their mm -hmm. network. But it still mm -hmm. sounds like you've worked to set that up. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of pressure, even up to the date. And we've got this software called Streamline, which just, um, which just killed some of our task sequences, and by task sequences, I mean like a pro it's a process of uh, automatic installation <coughs> uh, for us. So, but this this software killed that process. We didn't know it was that software that was killing it. We mm. thought we pushed out an update, which is killed. And even though our updates are off, somehow it's pushed out update, which just killed killed our machines because we couldn't uninstall anything. It just oh man, that's so, a 
we're spending like I was up, I think Friday I was up, uh, uh, three of us were, were up until five o'clock. Then one of the, our colleagues sort of uh, uh, a and said we found out the reason why this is happening because of a software called Streamline, which is basically it's like a web filter service and like it locks down machines. But the company I work for, they they prefer that for their own political reasons. But mm. yeah, so that's and. It's been it's been quite good working at home, isn't it? Like you know, we've just we've enjoyed um, not commuting to work. Like I've actually gained three hours of my time. I'm not I'm not tired, mm. and uh, yeah, we have enjoyed it really. Mm. But I do miss my work colleagues. I do miss the banter at work, and you know, just the just the professionalism. Where like, say you want to ask someone something, and you just next to you, you pop up, mm-hmm. go for a walk. Do you know what I mean? Like tap someone and get on with your work. And it's a bit more like communication. But uh, Teams has helped with that because we mm. the screen uh, uh, a lot of the time and that's that's sort of helped quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's me at work, at home. We've been trying to put ourselves into good routines, haven't we? Trying to get a fitness. Well, I think for a few weeks, I'm really good. Then about a week or two, I'm really bad. <laughs> really good again nice. uh, yeah so it's been a bit of a yo-yo thing so I've been I think my weight's been fluctuating up and down yeah but that's that yeah uh, we've also started movie nights uh, for our NHS workers that we mentioned earlier uh, because they, they're basically working 12-hour shifts not having a social life coming home I think we did movie nights anyway as a yeah we, we used to do movie nights anyway like in, in our uh, um, by movie nights I don't mean we're breaking social distancing in case anyone reports us and finds us. No, but before, before, before lockdown, we did movie night yeah. where we'd, like, you know, yeah. four, there was four of us, now there's six of us, and um, one person would say, yeah, look, this is what we're watching, and then we'd all get together and watch that film and then comment, and every, and the good thing is people can comment even if it's rubbish, mm. but everyone turns up and, you know, we have get, we get, we get some good food, have a laugh. I think it all started with, off with Interstellar, didn't it, now? Yeah, so we had that sort of discussion about yeah. the science of it, and yeah. um, Interstellar was a good way of illustrating that, so we just had a movie night, and it's grown into a thing now, like a weekly thing. Yeah, like it's, got, it's gotten even now, now we're doing, we're, we're having movie nights remotely where we all watch things on Netflix, we all count down and uh, watch the film all at once, and then comment on the WhatsApp group. It's quite fun to do, so if any of you listeners... Mm. Uh, I mean, we we seem to enjoy it. I think my favourite two films of movie night so far, uh, the 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 one we did now, it's probably Yes Man and uh, Groundhog Day. They've oh, been yeah. my two favourites. Really? Wow. I liked um, the Bradley Cooper one. Limitless. That's it. I think I missed that. Limitless. That was Mel's choice. Yeah. I remember. That was a great film, though. That's a great film, anyway. Limitless is. And then we did. We also watched La La Land. We've also oh, done. Oh dear. That was my favourite film. I thought. You know, after watching La La Land, I felt violated. <laughs> really? Why? Yeah. My masculinity felt violated. Really? Why? Yeah. It was just a crazy film. It was like, I don't know, it was just, it didn't go anywhere. And then they just, at the end, they just saw each other, oh, this is how life could have been. And they just said, goodbye, that's it. Mm-hmm. I think it's because you're used to Bollywood films. Well, they're, they're musicals too. And they normally end well. But this couple didn't it it didn't go down that way, did it? So mm-hmm. maybe that's what I really, I, I actually really liked it. I thought um oh, I really enjoyed the music in it because like I love blues and jazz. So um with this oh, sort of like the music was great now, I mentioned that, didn't I? Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about the music in it. Yeah. 
essentially it's, it's like a sort of a sad rom-com really isn't it but mm. with just like an awesome music in it so but yeah just just for the music i loved it so yeah i could, I could listen to that stuff again mm. anyway that was movie nights uh, I'm glad, I'm, i do love how movie nights have now kind of developed where people are sending three choices of movies and sing on serving monkey <laughs> and, uh, at first, Raj was hijacking it. Which which one did you hijack? No, it wasn't just me. I, I did three votes, but the one film had about like <laughs> 20 votes or something, and it wasn't me because I, I did like I did about three or four times. I did, so it was someone else. That was brilliant, though. Three or four. fraud, man. It's uh, it's all over the news at the moment. It's happening. It's happening on our movie. Yeah, movies. literally. Yeah. <laughs> that we've been doing. We've been going church online so every sunday uh the church broadcasts online so that's how we've been doing church facetiming our mums our families i've been catching up with everyone oh i don't think i facetime you now uh no i don't think so but we, i mean yeah. we're in touch pretty much daily like whatsapp aren't we yeah well I, I need to see your face now i'm gonna <laughs> no after this i'm gonna i'm gonna video call you after this now so i need to see, I need to see <laughs> okay it's not, it's not the same fair enough man I'm really interested in seeing your how you've mastered your own no, faded cut. You might not be comfortable in front of you. It's, this is the guy's thing. Aww. <laughs> but now, 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 now made it sound like he's become an expert in cutting his own hair, and I really want to see. Uh, anyway, and, and onto, uh, onto that. You you... Sorry. No, sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah. Oh no, it's okay. Uh, I'm not an expert. I just it, it wasn't a complete failure, so I'll take that basically. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Yeah, your face is only for right side. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, the other thing we did was, uh, I think in relation to movie night, I don't think you were on this one now, we did like a sermon night as well. We did. Yeah, because we're like Christians, so we thought, let's just do something a bit like, we did that one night as well. The other thing I've done in, in regard to this was, oh, I've grown a moustache, a Victoria moustache, like that one that curled yeah. side. Is so cool. And you keep twirling it. Yeah, that was awesome. To be fair, you sent me a selfie of this, didn't you? Yeah, that's what it's there for. It does. It doesn't. It doesn't look bad. I actually yeah. think it does suit the beard quite nicely. Mm. Yeah, I thought it looked awesome. I thought it looked so good. Like when you sent it to me, I was like, "That's probably the best selfie you've ever sent." <laughs> <laughs> you did say that. Now you did say that. But that, that, that was brilliant. Suit you. He messaged me privately as well. So <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna keep my mustache now. So when I'm, when I'm back at work, I wasn't thinking, "Oh." Good. <laughs> do it i really suit you honestly really cool yeah the other thing we did which was yesterday which i want to mention we a few weeks back we had you know on v day sorry let's start with v day so on v day we had a outdoor uh, everyone was instructed to have uh like i think street it was party. A, the whole nation did that. yeah the whole nation did like yeah. a street party so we we had a bit of food outside and just v day yeah, yeah, V, yeah, v day, yeah. 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 Sorry, I probably might put in my accent or the way I'm talking pronunciation. But no, yeah. no, not what? that. Sorry, just what? What is V day? What is some uh, celebration was? Victory, victory in Europe, is it? Europe. Yeah, you, you know World War Two when 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 we were victorious. Okay. Yes. It was a celebration of that that day. I think it's seventy five years. Right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I might might have missed this. <laughs> <laughs> You were inside that point now. <laughs> um, we're gonna we're gonna wait for you to we're gonna wait 
we're going to wait for your how are you now to explain that. Yeah, so I did, I did get the feeling, even though you were, right. you were regularly WhatsApping in our group, but I did feel that you had your head down a lot at times, and it was like, mm. where now? Is he all right? You know. <laughs> but we'll let you explain that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so we were, um, uh, yeah, so on, on VE Day, we were outside, we did, like, I think, at, was it three o'clock, four o'clock? Something like that, but it was every, every everyone, like, four rows of house, four houses from, on our left, yeah. and then opposite four houses, everyone came on their front drive, pulled out a table with a tablecloth and bunting, yeah. and they really oh, went wow. around with... Yeah. Uh, celebrating V-Day and it was quite nice like it was like on Facebook you saw other people done it and I mean we had some some friends say on their street people didn't do it at all and our street was really good for that there was a lot of spirit yeah. on our street and we um, and we sort of had a table we were having tea and and uh, cake and cake yeah tea and cake well people had beer you're supposed to have tea and cake that's what the instructions said everyone else had beer <laughs> and stuff so <laughs> yeah so <laughs> yeah, we had that. We chilled out, and then at six o'clock, you're supposed to do have a drink together or something. So we had, had a few ciders. Um, we actually got to meet our neighbours, and it was so nice. A lot of them are really lovely. People. Yeah, we, we we got to meet everyone, and uh, before we'd sort of never chat to our neighbours that much. We chat to our, our immediate neighbours, and one opposite was Tom and and Mark. Uh, so we chat we chat to them, and that was great. But now we got to know sort of the out the, the bit, a bit more of the neighbours and. And um, there's one neighbour who never speaks, but as soon as he had a few few cans of uh, ale, <laughs> uh, he was over here. He was breaking social distancing, actually. He was getting a bit too close. And he, was like, yeah. <laughs> he was, like, rocking and, 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 just, yeah, and just, he was just like, he said some funny things, didn't he? Was, he? he was quite, he was quite a funny old elderly gentleman, like, um, he was nice. He was, he was in the Navy. Um, wow. He came out with some really random stuff, like, um, now, he lives quite a few doors down, so I doubt he's heard, heard Raj sing. But he said something like, um, uh, you know, I don't know how it came, Raj's like, you know, oh, I'm a musician. And he goes, don't quit your day job or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> he, he was like, oh, so you are here in the, in, the, in the evening. Oh, don't quit your day job. That's how it goes. He makes it, he reminds you of a character of Dad's Army, and he is like one of those guys that now every time <laughs> I go out on the porch and I see him. He's probably working in his front garage and he'll see, he'll look over, he will nod, but he's very serious. Yeah. But when he's had a drink, oh my gosh, he's a completely different person. He's a really <laughs> weird character. And it's, and it, and I think he's, I think he's maybe losing weight and his, his trousers kept coming down when he had a belt as well. While he's chatting to us, one hand of the cross, <laughs> he's leaning forward, kind of, you know, we're kind of stepping back a bit. And then he's trying, and he's holding up his pants with the other one. And um, <laughs> so that was an interesting character. And um, there was quite a few other characters. Like, there was this, I, I doubt they're going to listen to this. A um, few more doors further. They're really lovely, right? But you know when your neighbours have had a bit to drink and they'll repeat the same thing over and over? And, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and it went along the lines of, yeah, we've lived here for ages. It's a lovely, lovely place. I think he said that four or five times. And <laughs> what I couldn't stop noticing was this was like a older man. He, he had like those, that summer fishing, fishing type hat. He had his shorts on, his flip-flops, and his belly was just proper out there. You know? yeah, he did, yeah, he didn't have a top on. A top, you know, <laughs> and he's all yeah. red. And I was like, wow, you, you've got such body confidence. You know what I mean? Like, I was a bit worried. I was like, Roger, oh, gosh, I haven't worn a summer dress for ages. I'm a bit 
chubby right now. And then I, I met him and I was like, oh, okay, I've got nothing to worry about, you know? <laughs> so that that went uh, really well so uh, tom opposite us says tom you know what we should uh, do a barbecue next time well, everyone put the barbecue things out so we arranged it like um uh for two this this yeah two weeks ago we arranged it for this uh is it what day is it sunday so yeah we arranged it for yesterday so we all had like got our, got our barbecues out, and we all had like uh, loads of food. Um, bit of as well. Yeah, a bit of drink. I, I didn't drink really, really drink. I just didn't feel like drinking, and so I just because uh, it's quite hot as well. So, so. we've got sorts of people. Yeah, we had we had we got to know our neighbours even better. There's a, there's an elderly gentleman just a few doors down uh, called um, Eaton, not Eaton, sorry, what's his name? Eben. <laughs> I keep calling him Eaton. I don't know why. His name's Eben. Right, so, <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah, so Ava and me had a conversation for ages. Well, you know, oh, sorry, Ruby just watching the news. No, I wasn't. I'm, I'm sorry, my finger slipped. <laughs> I wasn't being rude, sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> what you just heard there was a bit of that NASA landing as well. My finger slipped yeah. on that. I had that on live stream. Uh, she, she says, I think we're boring here now. Sorry. No, no, you're not. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah, anyway, back to Urban. So, uh, yeah, Ruby had severe uh, hay fever, so she went in about nine-ish, uh, or eight, nine-ish to watch the film with you guys. But I was I was outside with Urban, but because he was such a nice guy, we were enjoying the conversation as well, so I didn't want to sort of... Um, um, it, it wasn't a matter of being rude to him, but I was actually just... I thought, it's time, we're not going to get to chat like this again. Mm-hmm. So I just been outside for quite a while, we're just talking about lots of stuff, because he, he was quite... He knew a bit... He's He's probably in his maybe sixties, so mm-hmm. he was talking about life and just talking about. He's a really cool guy. He's yeah, a chef, isn't he's he? a professional chef. Yeah, he's still working. Oh, wow. Yeah, unfortunately, he was working today, so he didn't do a barbecue. But his wife did a small one, so we didn't get the. Uh, his we didn't get to sample his food. But then but, he's, he's a French. <laughs> he's a French French cuisine specialist. So is that what he was? Yeah. Yeah, he wow. told me he does French. He specialises in French food. Wow. So I don't know how much barbecue you'll get out of that. But yeah, but he, he came over. He enjoyed our food. We gave him loads of food because he 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 came after sort of. He came about sevenish when everyone was sort of uh, just enjoying the drinks and stuff. So he came from work and and uh, yeah, so we had a good, great conversation. And then after that, I think Ruby was suffering from severe hay fever so I went opposite and we, we were out, and out of antihistamine so we got us some antihistamine that's it yeah. just, you, you just realise how nice your neighbours are you know in like situations mm. like this and uh, Raj pork chop uh, curry tandoori pork chop went down the hit with people oh, oh wow. wow yeah I think we're the only one who did that really yeah and, um, <laughs> I, think, I think everyone in our block did actually come to our mm. bit and sample of it it, it, was, it was great it was, it was good fun. That's I think that's more or less it from me. Probably loads of other stuff that's happened in between. Oh, my music as well. I've been working on my track, lots of practicing. Um, the track's almost finished. Now, you've had the last bit, haven't you? So mm-hmm. you've done a pretty yeah. good job on it. So the guy who's did mixing you, it. So. Did you mention the producer? Luke. No. No, I haven't mentioned, but it's, yeah. Right. Be, once track's out, you'll know who that is anyway, so... Well, basically, you've met a good producer. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, or a mixing yeah. engineer sort of thing. There you go. And so, yeah, uh, music's gone well. Uh, other than that, it's been pretty routine life at home. Just walking the dogs every day, doing the same same thing every day. I watched a, actually, I said I watched a few films. 
I watched, um, uh, oh, the other thing I've been doing is watching a whole lot of wrestling. <laughs> yeah. A whole lot of wrestling. But I mean a whole lot, like, because I have it on the background at work sometimes, like, you know, while I'm working, just in, in, in mute in the back. So yeah, yeah. Uh, watching a whole lot of wrestling. Um, EC, ECW I started, uh, Raw I've started, and I've also started. Uh, I'm gonna go back to the camera. Nitro as well. <laughs> yeah, no, I was already. I already started Nitro. Me and now started that. Few you're you're sort of watching the heyday, like yeah, back in the yeah, day. I'm enjoying it. And ECW, I never watched that before, but it's quite quite boring. Um, boring. Uh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, ECW is quite a different experience, and it's quite ahead of its time. But I'm right at the start, so some of the footage is quite grainy. Uh, yeah. yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Well, what a shame. So, uh, <laughs> sorry. sorry, sorry, guys. Um, yeah, I apologize for Ruby. But anyway, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So all those wrestling fans, I apologize. Yeah, so we were I apologize that. for you guys as well. Shame on you. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Um, so I've lost my train of thought again. Uh, what was, what was I talking about? Wrestling. ECW. Yeah, ECW. Yeah. So. Um, uh, yeah, ECW is quite the footage is quite grainy, and this is before it becomes extreme uh, championship wrestling. At the moment, it's still Eastern Championship wrestling, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's quite different uh, at, at the minute, but it's still quite extreme in times uh, in terms of um, the, some of the content. Like some, it's quite brutal. Like you see stuff like stuff like WWE were doing about uh, almost about say about seven eight years later. They were doing it then, yeah, yeah, '93, yeah, yeah. Like, like flipping off a building and stuff like that, just, just nuts. Yeah, yeah so I so think they were first like, had to catch up with ECW because it was it was catching such a following that they would be crazy to ignore it, and so they had to adopt some of their style and some of their attitude. And it, I mean, it's arguable that that whole attitude era was just because you know wrestling fans have matured at that point they've grown up they've grown from watching people like hogan and the sort of superhero era to being teenagers themselves and young men something that reflected where they were so i think that's why he stopped you flew yeah yeah so that that was that um uh, uh the other thing i watched was i started i watched a bit more star trek during this time so oh no way yeah, I've been watching quite a Star Trek from uh, the the original uh, series. Watching oh, wow. that, yeah, that's been really cool. No, it's not. Some great episodes in there. Star Trek's uh, amazing. We're gonna have to talk about that because, yeah, like, uh, maybe, maybe, but yeah. But I haven't haven't watched it lately because of uh, things he's taken over at the moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Watching three shows is pretty pretty. And I've also been watching a bit, catching up on Star Wars as well. Uh, so I've been doing that, and I've been watching a few Marvel things as well. But I, I, again, it's, I'll tell you what's quite good: Agent Carter. So she's uh, the woman from Captain America. Sorry, now I'm losing you a bit, dude. Yeah, sorry. You know what? Yeah. Can we just pause for one sec because I need to turn my VPN off because I think it's bringing my connection down. Like, if anything, please finish what you're saying, and then like we'll just quickly pause yeah, it yeah. and just quickly carry on. I'll probably talk to Ruby about well, the old about Agent Carter, Marvel. Okay, all right, we can actually pause. No, no, because we're gonna have two recordings then, so it's probably a bit more straightforward. This way, okay, yeah, I'll just rejoin you. Yeah, so um, it's it's uh, the other thing I was watching was Agent Carter, which is like uh, uh, she's the lady from Captain America. Okay. So um, the love interest of Captain America, that one that's set in the nineteen forties. So. 
she's the lady from there, but uh, sort of the Marvel films pick up like yeah. this time from when Captain America's frozen. It picks up in like 2016 or 2014, whatever it was, right. when Captain America film came out. Um, uh, uh, sorry, when the Avengers films come come out. So the, it's all about what what she was doing after Captain America got fro- died, apparently or frozen. Right. Uh, so it was here uh, uh, a weekly episode of it's all on Netflix. Is it Netflix? No, it's on Disney Plus. Sorry, Disney Plus. So it's all about that. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I found it a lot. I found it far more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Um, yeah, that's that. Okay. That was Ed Carter. Yeah, yeah. Are you back now, now, yeah? I think so. Hope so. <laughs> yeah, it sounds good. Um, yeah, the other thing me and Ruby were watching, we got because we got, just before this, just uh, before this quarantine happened, I think it was the same week, uh, we had Disney Plus. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, subscribe to Disney Plus. So me and Ruby have been going through the whole of Simpsons. Oh, really? Right. Oh, yeah. It's been nice. Great. Yeah, that, that has been really cool. We're, in, we're on season four at the moment. I haven't come across that episode I haven't watched yet. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think there's episodes that, that we watch that are quite, so they they I've forgotten them. Like, you remember mm-hmm. of them, like, you might remember, like, one certain scene in there, and you think, oh, I've seen this before, but, like, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, isn't it? You forgot the, what it was about. yeah. I used to record this as a child. Every Sunday, it'd come on six o'clock. <laughs> I was there. I would kick up a fuss. I had videotapes, like 32 videotapes of the Simpsons. And yeah, I, and I was the same. Exactly. It was brilliant. And I even recorded, like, the repeats. It was brilliant. <laughs> That's yeah. that. And the other last bits I want to finish off with. Sorry, I'll probably ramble on for too long now. Right. I'll just finish it off. Um, so, uh, I think it was last week or the week before, I had an action film day where I watched Six Underground. On Netflix, which is like a great film, brilliant film. It's obviously like if you if you're looking for like a proper complex script story, you're not going to get that. But if you're looking for Michael Bay style like uh, direction with like car stunts and all sorts, mm-hmm. it's like pretty awesome, pretty cool. So what was that called? Six Underground. It's on Netflix. These are both Netflix films by the time by by the way I mentioned. So they're on Netflix. So they, they didn't even come out in cinema. They went straight to Netflix. Wow. But this this one had Ryan Reynolds in it. So they've got pretty big actors in there. So Netflix oh, yeah, bring out all the stuff. Then the other one I watched, me and Ruby, Ruby watched this with me as well, called Extraction, which had Chris, um, what's his name? Thor. Chris Helms. 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 Yeah, that's the one, yeah. So that was brilliant. That was like sort of, there was this, um, there was this kid in Mumbai. Uh, a lot of it was good because we're Indian as well. So, so a lot of it was set in India. Right. Yeah. So what happens is was that, Bangladesh? yeah, but it was Bangladesh, but the original oh, right, part right. was set in India as well. So what, what happens is that some rich drug lords kid gets kidnapped mm-hmm. by a drug, major drug lord in Bangladesh and he gets thrown in Bangladesh. So they hire this uh, uh, mercenary who's, who's Chris um, Helmsworth uh, uh, plays and he has to go into Bangladesh and rescue the kid. Mm. So it's pretty cool. It's like, again, it's an action film. And it's... I, I actually strangely enjoyed that film. It I was mean, a good film, yeah. Even though first, I think I was like, oh, this is another bloke's film. <laughs> it's all about the action and all about the how did he shoot, the shootouts and the drive by and all that. But Sounds he... like Taken. You no, know, this this is, Taken, he goes, like, it's like a revenge thing, isn't it? Taken where he goes out. This is like, he that's his job as a mercenary. He doesn't really care about anyone. He's indifferent. Mm. He's just paid to do a job. Go into there, get him out, and extract him. Right, that, yeah. that's the yeah. job. But one thing I loved about it is that 
the the non English speaking actors, they all spoke in authentic Hindi, authentic Bangla, uh, uh, Bengali. So they were like, right. it was quite authentic. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's, cool. that's, that's cool. always good. Also, what's good about it, it kind of showed you, like, what the kind of life was like over there. Like, yeah. you say, you got, you got your. This is a side of India that I obviously have never seen myself, apart from films like this. You got a gangster, and they're so high up that even the police force won't touch them. And mm. it goes all the way down to how they've got these street kids running around for them. And um, <laughs> Wow. It, it was pretty insane. Like you know, uh, one of the Chris Helmsworth had to go up against a little kid holding, pointing a gun at him. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and um, you're just sort of thinking, yeah, this could be there's way poverty is exploited over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, it's like it's like that film Traffic. It just exposed the type of mm. way a, a side of life that's very unpleasant that we otherwise wouldn't see. It also shows like some of the kids who want to be gangsters, but because mm-hmm. And they what they're, they're willing to give up to 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 to, to earn that trust sort of thing. Mm, I see. One kid was gonna cut off his fingers. Like he was a seventeen year old, yeah. so he was like he was like adolescent almost. Yeah. But, you know, and the head kingpin guy is like, okay, well, um, you've got to, for what reason you've got to cut off mm. your fingers? You know, he gave him a knife, and he was about to, and then he said, I like you. You've got attitude. You're going to say something like that. And this is all in Mughali, by the way. Mm. All that bit, yeah. So that, that's me basically. I'm just gonna. Ruth, you wanna start next? I wanna, wanna use the. I actually kind of wanna use the Zoom as well. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you go first. I'll carry on talking to you now. Okay, we're yeah. about ask now how he is. Now you wanna start off then, or, or shall, shall I? Shall I, 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 shall I carry on talking about my nonsense? <laughs> I don't mind. It's you guys. I, I can, I can yeah. start. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing really drastically different, really. But obviously, we've all been in lockdown and just um, trying to cope with that. Um, I've been working from home as well and honestly I've got no complaints like this was quite easy for me because I'm quite sort of um, I, I can cope with that it's what I do anyway to be quite honest so I had no issues uh, work's been okay um, I think I'm quite lucky to work for a company who are quite grateful for their people so they've been really uh, going out of the way to say thanks for um, everyone's efforts and stuff like that, which is, you know, it helps. It helps people feel valued and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, we've not had any major... We had, like, just... Uh, I mean, half of our workforce sort of work um, around the country anyway, so they're always sort of moving about. <clears throat> and then there's the office-based guys as well, so we support all of them. And, um, like, the, the office-based guys just had this whole drama of taking all their stuff home and the first few days were all about what is an hdmi cable where do i plug it in how do i get two screens that sounds about right yeah yeah so there was a lot so to interrupt you now what what we did uh like what uh when we were given the equipment we actually prepped for it well early so we and we my manager anticipated it so what we did we 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 had like a little little lab session where we showed people what to do yeah, yeah, sure. sure. By the time they got, by the time the lockdown happened, because it, when it started happening in Italy, we, we sort of pre-anticipated it and and just sort yeah. of yeah. is that even a word? I think uh, anticipated. Uh, word. Just <laughs> anticipated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my own words. Yeah. So carry on. Sorry now. Yeah. No. Um. It would be nice to be able to do that, but I think with us it was a bit different because a lot of them are sort of hospital based anyway, and I think with us 
we don't really have gear for home like the office space guys so they had to like just take the stuff and everyone's got different stuff as well so um some of them have different uh, model laptops and different monitors some of them have their own monitors some of them have macs so it was a uh, it was a bit of a free-for-all in that time but you know it was good it was it was nice to be able to help people it's one of my favorite things about it is like actually you can sort of uh make a difference in someone's day just through informing them or just giving them the answer that they want and then they're away and they're happy so um yeah it, it was good uh after that it's been okay as well because it's just gone back to normal so the usual sort of requests and all that sort of stuff so um we've been really busy at the moment because i think i may have mentioned before my like my company is being merged into a different company so we're sort of in terms of the it we're helping to sort of bring that amalgamation together i don't remember but you mentioning that but okay you don't remember it no no i didn't i didn't i, I don't recall that but it sounds like a major shift in your working yeah i mean it, you know it's prior to me joining them really so it's an ongoing thing and um it's like two massive american companies who are like one's one's bought the other one um <laughs> so just uh, we're, we're doing a migration at the moment so we're moving um everything from one domain over to the other domain and it's uh to be fair they've done a really good job because it's all an automated script so we just have to sort of make sure that it, the laptops are in the right place in terms of having this 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 and this and then we can run the script and nine out of ten times it works when it doesn't work then you know fire alarms get get you know get the yeah. buckets of water <laughs> but <clears throat> more or less it's been okay and um because i remember one time you were quite saying you were quite redundant at work and it was a bit yeah uh, you, were, you were learning Japanese in between and uh yeah so. <laughs> yeah that's right it's the nature of it as well i think it comes and goes like sometimes you have busy days sometimes you have like busy periods and some days you won't but um, yeah. yeah, there were definitely times when it was quiet. But you know, this is a really busy period. They've put me in charge. I think they knew- they must have listened to this podcast because they they put me in charge of scheduling for um, these migrations. So it's not a very IT role. It's it's more secretarial, really. Like I'm sort of contacting people and putting them in for appointments, which yeah, um, yeah it's a bit monotonous, really. But I suppose it it's helping them get it get it done. So I don't mind doing it. It's but, something, isn't it? something to do. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah other than that similar really just been doing music did loads of guitar and recording and uh yeah yeah it's been good it's been it's been productive i just thought if i can't do any music because i've been talking about this forever like recording stuff and actually writing songs and doing something with it uh but not actually doing it so i just thought if i can't do it during this lockdown then i might as well sell my guitars because like i'm just never gonna do it so um yeah that yeah. track was then on whatsapp like so i just thought that was so cool like uh, is that going to be on your album the one that you talked about the nell green album uh yes maybe one day when like all the other stuff is done then yeah then hopefully we can maybe put that as a part of it but you know we'll see um need to need to do it and not talk about it if you if that makes sense because like it's, it's really easy to talk about it and then sort of just time goes by another day another day another day and nothing's happened so um yeah I'm, well, I'm, like that track. are you, you going to do a video for it maybe uh we'll see we'll see what i end up with i mean if there's stronger tracks at the end of it then maybe go with those instead but um we'll see yeah i mean <clears throat> that was one that that particular track has been one that's been sort of hanging over me for quite a while because i had it half finished for at least six years something like that 
Um, so I had the chords, I had like a rudimentary recording of it. Uh, I had half the lyrics um, and all that sort of stuff. So just with this time on our hands. And, and to be honest, quite inspired by Raj and how sort of focused Raj is on music. I've just thought, you know, I, I need to really just do something. So um, yeah, got that one finished. Tried to write a few more. So I didn't know you sing. Pardon? I didn't know you can sing. I can't. <laughs> the vocals pretty good on there now. It saying was that. good on there. Yeah, it was pretty good. I was well uh, impressed. That's kind of you, man. Thank you. It's actually improved now, to be honest. Uh, okay. Well, okay. I mean, I think I don't have the most powerful voice, like in terms of projecting my voice. But I think I've always been okay with sort of hitting the notes. Um, but I think I couldn't fill a room <clears throat> with just my voice. But what what helped was actually learning how to record properly. So in the past. I've just like hit record and just done it and not really known about the nuances of how to get your voice to stand out or how to, you know, all those sorts of little tricks and things. Like, obviously, I'm no expert, but, um, you know, I, I did a couple of recordings and it was so quiet and I couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong because it was the same as the guitar. Like, I plugged it in, you know, the mic and all that. And it's just, what? why is this one so quiet? So I had to learn how to do that better and that helped it to stand out so i think that was part of the issue that i had with it but um yeah man it, so it's been good i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed having this time this whole lockdown um because being able to just like okay work's done close that laptop right turn the home pc on literally turn to my left turn the pc on just crack on with some music so <laughs> it's been good man yeah are you working on the next track now i think i've got about three on the go um but yeah, okay. yeah they're, they're not like in any advanced state or anything but there's a couple of ideas floating around so we'll see what happens with that okay. they might be terrible <laughs> as, you, as you're inspired just getting on them yeah just uh, i think because I've, I've always loved sort of like coming out with riffs and stuff but it's actually sort of the other side of it which i'm not so good at is actually forming songs out of these ideas so i mean if you ever go from my phone i mean it's full of little 30 second clips of riffs and you know ideas and things that i put down thinking right one day i'm going to come back to that and that's just this phone like i think my last three phones are all full of stuff I've asked, <laughs> and, uh, sorry i've actually got exactly the same thing on my phone probably going back <laughs> to 2008 yeah that sounds about right yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but uh, i mean i've always struggled to sort of put that translate it into working on these things and, and actually doing something with it and you know most of those ideas are probably just rubbish anyway like you probably wouldn't do much with them but um at the time they maybe <laughs> thought there was something going on there but mm. yeah so I, i'm just trying to use this time to really actually just do something with it and expand on it and work on things i think i get a bit frustrated with music sometimes because um <clears throat> you might be you might have like the basis of a good idea but then like the rest of it doesn't come like automatically do you know what i mean so it just it can be a bit sort of like ah come on i just want it to click like i want the good ideas to come but they don't always come straight away so you sort of have to bear with it a little bit and that can be frustrating but um but yeah it's been good enjoyed it really i think we've been keeping you busy as well because i don't know if you remember that last time on the game crowd i said right if you listen to our podcast Nathan will come to <laughs> wherever you are and we'll play your favourite track. And, and I think two of our listeners actually took you up on that. And I've got, I've been practising those two tracks for ages, so I just need to record them and just put them down. <laughs> They're not going to be brilliant, but at least like we'll have fulfilled our obligation to, to, to those two. <laughs> exactly. And um, also, you did a brilliant production for my <laughs> About You. 
So, okay. <laughs> I don't know where this song came from, Rubes, but I loved it. You took it upon yourself to write a song where every lyric ends in the word or the name Nelson. <laughs> and it was brilliant. It was so funny. Really. And man, the beat you put on it. Like, I don't even know how you did that beat. It was so good. How did you do it? So basically, right, do you know what? I just thought it would be really artistic. I've been listening to a lot of Beatles, right? At, at what's I've been working and, you know, like Beatles been in the background. And I just love how they just sing about stuff really straightforward, the day-to-day stuff and really dip. Yeah. And they're so inspirational. And I thought, I'm just going to write a song. And obviously in our group, I just thought, let's write a song about Nelson. Because, you know, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're a legend. Anyway, and I thought, let's, let's be extra artistic. And I did say to everyone in the group, even Sam, Sam who says he's not a good musician but knows that he really is. I was like, Sam, this song is going to be epic because it's going to, it's going to rewrite music history because I'm going to do a song where every line ends with the same word or name or whatnot. And it did. Every, mm. every line ended with <clears throat> your name, Nelson, or Nell's son. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you get that verse now? I actually didn't. I didn't hear that bit particularly, but let's get out of it because there's one verse I actually told Ruby to put in, but she didn't. It wasn't something along the lines of "There's a legend that is Nelson. You're never gonna get the legend that is Nelson unless it is actually Nell's son." No, my verse, <laughs> my, like my verse was different. The one I told you to put in, but my verse was. If you want to be the mother of Nelson, you got to marry Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, I like it. Anyway. Um, Just on the lyrics, my, my favourite one was, um, like, you know, let me tell you about my friend Nelson. Uh, this is not the South African Nelson. <laughs> I was in tears. <laughs> Nor is it the Trafalgar Square Nelson. Yeah. The yeah. green legend Nelson. <laughs> So yeah, that was Beatles inspired and what it was, right? So everyone was laughing at it, even though I said, look, it's groundbreaking because it's changed, <laughs> you know, the way it's written. But then you actually lifted it and made it epic because what you've done was you, you put the guitar strings and then you put, you, you know, I just thought, yeah, basically, um, listeners, if you want to hear it, then message us and we shall release it and you'll see what we're on about. But you'll see, you'll basically witness uh, Nell's genius in music. Yeah, no, no way. Awesome, yeah. No, you will yeah. witness the, the genius lyrics of Ruby, I think, it's more oh, than anything. First. And, even, and to keep that beat while singing, I have to say, that is hard that to do. Good, isn't it? Even, even though Dr. Sam would contest that because he actually, he heard something, he's like, right, I'm going to write a song to contest you. And he actually did. Yeah. And he wrote two songs and one of them is our entrance song. But anyway, but yeah, see Dr. Sam, the song was awesome. And uh, I've won that contest. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, now I, hi- I hijacked your how you no, do No, that's fine. Yeah. No, it's cool. Um, to be honest, literally, other than working in music, all I have done is video games. So that's probably my section complete. <laughs> right. Well, mine's shorter than everyone because pretty much you've said what I've said. Working from home. Actually, no, you're really going to be happy you're not here because Yoda released an epic fart and um, you the game for that podcast without Yoda <laughs> and you know yeah I mean yeah anyway so be really happy where you are um, 
Well, like everyone else, I've been working from home. This is this is the coronavirus killer fart. It, it, That's why we're immune to coronavirus. Exactly, you know. Because as soon as it rolls apart, it kills off the virus. No, the scary thing: there are people in the world that would take that on, and like, we need to market that dog. <laughs> <laughs> if we can monetize the odor farts, honestly. I think that. Yeah, now it's time, man. The cure for coronavirus. <laughs> Everything I think it's just a deterrent, isn't it? I mean, mm. anyway. But yeah, so working from home like you two, except guys. So when you work for National Health, right, it, it's interesting because we're all about multidisciplinary team meetings and we're all about, you know, we have to meet for lots of other stuff. Anyway, um, the most hilarious thing was, right, well, actually, there's quite a few hilarious things. And I did, uh, um, so one of my colleagues, um, I mentioned her before in a few podcasts, I doubt she'll listen to this one. But anyway, she was kind of on my back for... I must have a building induction. I must have a building induction. Mm, this one. She's not. She's not part of my team. The, the main team I work with. She's in a distant building. But anyway, so I kind of saw her on a uh, team uh, catch up. And you know, there's this device where you can kind of change your background. <laughs> yeah. So you can put like a sort of virtual background. Yeah. On your, on your webcam, so when people view it, you, they don't see your room. Exactly. And and her one was epic. It was just like. She was in space on another planet, and that's exactly what I thought. You know, <laughs> and um, you know. Anyway, so that, that was quite funny. Um, the other one was our team leader. She, God, God bless her. She's lovely. She just said, a lot of us are struggling with not having office banter because we're not in the office and we can't banter. So I'm going to schedule a time in the mornings around 9:30 where we just come on here for half an hour and chat about everything but work. So it's kind of like she was trying to facilitate office banter. And it was dead mm-hmm. funny because uh, we all sign on, but then hardly anyone would say anything, you know? Oh, um, oh. Exactly, it was kind of weird. And it was like, um, that was that was funny. Um, you had to kind of be there to witness how awkward that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other one? I mean. We've, we've actually done really well. Everyone has hit their targets, and it's probably because they're not wasting time in office banter. <laughs> That's probably what it is. People are probably happier at home working, and they've actually seen the figures for it, because obviously the NHS, mm. a big organization, has witnessed um, a lot of productivity. So yeah. we've had talks of, can this be a solution? For me, this would be brilliant, because... This would, one, save my driving time, too. If I've got to drive out to clients, it, it makes sense. I just pretty much drive out, see them drive back, get my notes done. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to have to do in two weeks' time. I've got a coronavirus patient I have to go and see in their uh, home. I have to take, I've got all the PPE and everything. But it, it's just brilliant. You know what I mean? I, I just thought this would be such a better way. And they're, they're talking about this. So I'm so happy they're really considering this. Um what else uh nothing else interesting from work other than i've discovered that there's a service called the bowel and bladder service um i found that interesting because you straight away know what that service does um but you know straight away <laughs> bowel and bladder service you know what I mean? sounds like a pub <laughs> <laughs> the bowel and bladder yeah yeah no i i just thought that was interesting because can you imagine saying hi i'm ruby sharma and i work for the bowel and bladder service you know? I, bet, I bet I've got some oral intended term for it. No, actually, they do say that. When I, really? when I, 
had to make a referral um, for one of my clients needed their services. Um, and uh, yeah, I did get, hello, this is Paul. Um, you're through to the bowel and bladder service. How can we help you? And he did say that with a script. <laughs> I, well, you know what? I think people who've studied it don't see the, the, the humor in it. Whereas like, we come across it for the first time and we're like, ha ha. That's such a juvenile for giggling, you know? Mm, I, yeah. I know I'm 36, I know I work for the NHS and I know bowels and bladders are normal and they do need servicing regularly, but. <laughs> but it's yeah. just still just funny. Exactly, bowel and bladder service, there you are. Um, like, okay, imagine. It's, it, maybe it's just the terminology, bowel and bladder. Like, if you're at the dinner table, you won't just come out with bowel or bladder, you know? Yeah. Your mum will take off. That's true. Exactly. You know. Anyway, so that's work. Um, so staying at home, I've loved it because the dogs have been around me. And um, even in meetings, like when they go on for a bit, the dogs pop up behind me because I'm sat on this bench and then my kind <laughs> of laughing, ah, look, there's a box, there's a dog, ah, and it's brilliant. And then they start pulling out their dogs and we're comparing dogs by the end of the meeting. It's brilliant. That's quite um, cool. It is, it is cool. And um, it's lovely because sometimes, you know, you could be sitting through a really long meeting and you've got your dog to pet, you know, or your dog mm. pets you. <laughs> it's and, like a comfort dog. Yeah. So I am going to miss the time I do spend with the dogs. Um, I, I noticed something really weird the other day. So while I was at home working, at the times when I'm not petting them, at the times when they're not getting any attention, I thought, what can I do for the dogs to enhance their quality of life? So I switched on a, a film, 101 Dalmatians, 102. Right. <laughs> I thought the dogs would appreciate it, and they didn't. <laughs> what did they do? They just carried on like it wasn't on. And I thought, like, you know, okay, there was a few wow. dogs, and Yoda lifted his ears, but he wasn't too bothered. And don't, don't you ever see on Facebook or YouTube, you know, people putting videos of their dogs watching animal programs or their dogs mm. watching TV with dogs in it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my two aren't bothered at all. It's interesting. What are they like with other like, real dogs in the park and stuff? Oh, they're, they're, yeah. they're dead interested. They won't Especially like Especially Yoda, nuts. Exactly. He has to go and say hi to this other dog. He has to go <laughs> to his bottom. He won't leave it alone, you know. <laughs> And the annoying thing is, Yoda doesn't realise how big he is. So if you've got a really <laughs> tiny dog, so there's Yoda will run up to him and then try and play with him, not realising that he's <laughs> Yoda's hilarious, man. What an awesome dog. <laughs> the cat realises how massive she is, you know. And wow. um, so, yeah, it, it's kind of like, I mean, Raj found it really funny that, you know, I was like, Raj, why are they paying attention to the fact that there's other dogs on TV? And he goes, they're not that intelligent. I believe they are. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, Rod's got nothing more to say on that. Um, <laughs> uh, what was the other thing? Um, okay, so we've, I've ma we've managed to make Rosie, our friend, the gastroenterologist doctor, a uh, gamer because she technically is because she plays words with friends. Or she has mm. done. And we've all witnessed this. And she said she's not a gamer, but she is. So Rosie, for listening, you're a gamer. And, this <laughs> and you actually listen to her podcast. So that makes you, that's another she, thing that makes you She listens sense. to the bit up, up, up until the games. But she still listens. Yeah. It's called the game crowd. So we on should her, do the, the game bit first next time, just so she has to listen to that. Yeah, it's true. I wouldn't be that mean, Rosie. But anyway, you're a game. <laughs> you play words with friends. Anyway. Um, what else? I've been, I don't, I don't know if I mentioned this before, so I discovered the world of Art Spiegelman. He's the guy who wrote Mouse. Nice. So now you you 
told me about this book, and Raju you get, get to read it. Um, so anyone who doesn't know, Mouse is, and I say M-A-U-S, it's a graphic novel by Art Spiegelman. It's about the Holocaust, but it's a very interesting take because what he does is all the, it's his, it's his dad's, his dad was going to, no, his dad's actual story of the Holocaust, but he's done it in cartoon form, and the humans have all got animal heads. So it's interesting, like, they all got human bodies, but they've got animal heads. So, you know, all the Jews have mouth heads, all the uh, Germans have... I think there's a word for that, isn't it? What? When they when they humanise animals, like, in full, full... Oh, it's like anthropology or something. Yeah, it's, it's something like that. There is a word for yeah. it, um, but I'm not going to be able to recall it right now. Sorry. Um, yeah, anyway... And randomly just reminded me, I was able to recall one word today. It was meringue. Anyway, that's random. So, <laughs> Raj was like, oh, yeah, because he kept calling, that guy he talked about earlier, Urban, he kept calling him Eaton. And uh, and he would think of Eaton mess, and then he was describing it, Eaton mess. And then we were both stuck on, what is that extra ingredient in an Eaton mess? And it's a meringue. Anyway. And that's uh, how the brain works, that eventually you do remember it. Exactly. This is what signs of getting old. You can't remember the words anymore. Anyway, and you start to, and you start sidetracking and talking about nonsense and you know boring nonsense. But anyway, um, so yeah, I was talking about how I'm getting into graphic novels. So I've read Mouse. I didn't put it down last year. I've showed it to Rosie. Rosie's not too into it. She prefers books and literature and mm-hmm. pulling apart the word for it. But um, I ordered more of Archibald's work. So I found out he's. Uh, he's meant to be like Da Vinci or Medici of the graphic novel world. Did you know wow. that? I yeah. didn't know that. No, I had no idea. He's a pioneer, like you know. So, um, you know, because I've always read comics. I, I read Wolverine when I was fifteen. Like you know, the, the collection. I've I've been collecting the Batman graphic novels. Now Raj Raj bought that for me, and um, you know, it's great. Every month you get a whole bunch of these hardback comic books come to your door, and um, reading now. I then I then found out Archibald done he done a series called War, and these series are like if you want a brand new copy it's something like 112 pounds on Amazon you know. Wow. Yeah, so I managed to get a second hand one for 6.99. You can have a lens of it now; it's really good, you know. Cheers. Yeah, it's a whole. It basically, what he so he wrote Mouth, then he 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 write he, he did cartoons for the New Yorker. He also compiled his own. Um, but, you know, a bunch of comic writers as well and, and made Raw his own comics. I'm going through that really nicely, especially in the sunny weather. Um, so, yeah, I'm into, really into graphic novels. Um, what did you think of uh, the ones that you read that weren't the, the, the ones other than Mouse? Um, I thought they were interesting because it's like the story would go nowhere. You know, the ones that I read, I, I can't recall what the names were. It's like, you know, you think a cartoon went to like, tell a joke or something like that or told mm-hmm. a story. But the ones in Raw so far... They've just been weirdly arty, but you do enjoy it. You enjoy it for its art. You enjoy it for its. Yeah. It's, it's told you a story. You may didn't fully get what it was about. I think mm. what he tends to do is he probably takes a snapshot of a single bit in time and just. Yeah. Uh, his, his, his method of expression is great because you can straight away see what the character, character or cartoon is actually. Mm. You know. One of, my, one of my favorite things like that. I know it's a bit of a random one, but you know Wallace and Gromit, the animated thing. Oh, I love Wallace and Gromit. 
like Gromit the dog is so brilliantly animated. He never speaks, but you can always tell what he's thinking, precisely what he's thinking, exactly. just through his eyes and eyebrows. It's so and, good. And his ears, the way he lifts them up. Like when he's scared, yeah. he stand on it. Yeah. You know. And my dogs don't do that. Like, you know, they, they lift up the ears, but, like, I realise Yoda hasn't got the muscles to lift his ears up completely. He'll have to tilt his head and flop them up. You know? <laughs> Whereas Wallace actually, no, Gromit, actually his ears point all the way up. Yeah. 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 So, um, <laughs> no, I absolutely love cartoons. Um, and the last bit, I suppose, um, I'm a recycling weirdo now. Um, so. No way. Yeah, so what happened is, um, so we've had time to attend to the garden. I'm not a great gardener. I've got a sunflower that's dying. Um, but what I've started to do is composting, or probably not composting. Basically, any tea bags, any coffee pods, any banana peels, potato skins, anything that's food-related or, you know, uh, old curries and things, we've been basically putting in the blender and pouring over our grass. And um, the dogs have loved it, so we've had to <laughs> <laughs> I know, and uh, yeah, so we just thought uh, I've become a recycling weirdo. I get really excited when a banana peel about, or, or you know, we had mangoes the other day. I was more excited about the peel than the actual. <laughs> Do you know? You know what I mean? I've got this box. Or if I'm peeling onions, you know, I normally hate peeling onions, but I'm like, yay, it's going in the recycling. Box. <laughs> I'm I'm probably not doing composting right because I googled it. And you should actually have a bin with compost in it. You should put all your recycled food in there. Let it, let it fertilize. Or something so, like that. so right now, just picturing your garden is just littered with like banana peel and coffee pods and tea bags. <laughs> no, no, no. We put it in the basically. We make a massive smoothie of it. Yeah. Right. Put it in the thing, and it just purifies it. And uh, is that all the word? It purifies it. Yeah, purifies yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, we blend we blend yeah. all our waste. And then we just pour it over, so it just soaks into the into the grass. Mm-hmm. All the nutrients, the grass gets its nutrients in a shortcut way. I don't know whether this this actually works or not, but that's what we've been doing. Yeah, basically, oh, so all cool. of our food waste has been going into our garden, and we have been washing our blenders, so nobody worries. Yeah. We make these smoothies. Um, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's, yeah. Anyway, um, that's pretty much me. I have been fortunate to be working forty hours during lockdown. Um, as a locum, that's not common. I've heard from my agency that other locums aren't actually getting that much work. Mm-hmm. My trust has managed to find work for me, and I'm pulling a whole 40 hours per week. So That's really good. Yeah, it, it, it has been good. And, and, and We're all quite it. fortunate in that, really. Yeah, yeah no, definitely we are. We are. I'm not, no, I've not got any friends who are struggling, which I'm quite thankful for, but I'm aware people are struggling. So for their reason, I'm obviously not raising the lockdown you know um yeah yeah i suppose i'm thankful that we're okay um but yeah that's that's me pretty much so um on to gaming yeah uh who wants to go first i think now i think now should go first because um you've already got loads now you've got some epic uh i've got a few more than usual um not not like tons and hopefully i won't sort of prattle on for too long but I don't mind going first, but um, uh, you know, get Xbox Game Pass, man. It's just changed the way I, I game now, and I can't imagine gaming without it. That's how good it's been for me. Okay. Um, yeah, because there's there's a constant library of like 200 games that you can you can pick and play and try and you know delete if you want. Um, so it's been brilliant, and like you know, case in point, like um, 
I would never play this game normally. I would not ever have gone out and bought Ace Combat 7, <laughs> like, which is like um, fighter jets. You control like a pilot and you, you, you pilot a jet in a war zone and yeah. um, it's all taking out enemies and stuff. I would never have played that because it's just not my cup of tea. But okay. um, yeah, but I just thought on there, I was like, you know what? Why not? Let's give it a shot. So um, yeah, and I don't regret it, to be honest. It's um, it's it's okay. It's a bit samey after a bit, but there's tons of unlockables you can get different types of aircraft there's a story in there and it's got it's got sort of fictional countries so it doesn't get too edgy in terms of <laughs> you know bogeys and whatnot but um, you, is it from the view of the pilot or are you outside of the jet what kind of... uh oh you know what you probably can go inside the jet i didn't think of that but no i've been playing it as a third person so you you can sort of see your jet in front um, right yeah. i think there's a vr mode of that as well really that'd be interesting where you're actually actually in the cockpit mm. so you're flying that but i've never played it but it's, it's one of the games i always like to play as well really so, wow because you know you're trying to try these games you don't you wouldn't go out as you said you wouldn't go out and buy it necessarily but you want to try try the games out mm, uh, yeah. yeah thinking vr that'd be something incredible to be honest because... i don't think it's the full game now i don't think it's the full game just like an experience That'd be enough, I think. I think, like, because it, like, this game seems quite long. Like, there's, there's definitely like a, a proper sort of campaign mode, so you can go through and play every level and try and meet the objectives and win in the end. Um, but it would be enough for me. Like, I'm kind of already, like, I'm only on the second level, but I already feel like I've had my full of it, um, because I don't need to play another twenty hours of this because I, I can You know, do you know what I mean? I've, I've sampled it in school. Um, but yeah, I'm just sort of, I'm just trying to save up in it just so I can buy another plane, just so I can see, is it particularly different or not? And if it is, that might tip me onto sort of playing some more and seeing if I can get any of the others. Or if it's really similar, then I might just be like, yeah, that was a cool game and just uninstall it. <laughs> the question but, uh, is like a buggy forever, isn't it? Like, will that other plane have given me a different experience? Yeah. Like, want to have that question answered because if you don't it will niggle you won't it so. well you know what okay like i don't remember but do you remember the game rogue squadron on the n64 and the gamecube yeah like, so for anyone who doesn't know it was um a star wars sort of flying uh piloting great. game such a good game man so good and that had the full roster of like star wars craft so you could be an x-wing an a-wing a b-wing a y-wing um i think there were unlockables where you could play as tie fighters and stuff as well if you're a star wars fan then it was brilliant but you, each of the sorry Raj. do you remember the sequel as well on uh on gamecube yeah yeah that was so good yeah, sorry, yeah unlockable sorry Oh, yeah, just like, you know, each of the craft piloted very differently and they they handled very differently. So that was part of the fun of that. Like, if you're playing as a Y-Wing, it was very heavy and wasn't as agile. But, you know, the weapons did different things, obviously. Um, so it's cool. So, I mean, I think this is probably similar, but I just want to see if the next craft that you unlock is actually quite different or if it's pretty much just another fighter jet. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so that's Ace Combat 7. Uh, one great game that I've been playing and I need to go back to is uh, Deliver Us the Moon. Deliver Us the Moon. Deliver Us the Moon, okay. Yeah, and it's a different sort of game to the one that I'd normally play. Again, Game Pass, you know, um, I, I wouldn't have even known about this game, but it's um, it's like a narrative sort of driven, driven game. So you play as just, um, you play as this pilot, <clears throat> um, sorry, an astronaut. And you just get the sense of like the world is on its knees and like things are really at the last days and there's no trouble as such, but it's just 
um, everything's really dusty and broken and there's no people around and <clears throat> it's all story based so uh, every every bit you progress it unlocks a bit more of the story that you know this like kind of lots of bits to be found everywhere that you can read and find out about what's happening and what your objective is and what you're trying to do what you're trying to accomplish and essentially the the gist of it without any spoilers is that there's like one last uh sort of shuttle attempt to the moon because what had been happening is the earth has run out of resources and they've managed to um set up something on the moon that is like an energy transfer back to earth and that was sustaining the earth for a little bit but it's gone dark so you've got to just this last ditch effort to get into space get down to the moon and then just explore and find out and if you can restore it and i'm about i think i'm about three quarters of the way through i'm right near the end um but it's, it's brilliant sorry whoops. how are you getting on have you almost I, I do you think you'll save the earth or i don't know to be honest i don't think so it seems quite a mature game it doesn't it, it's not one that's sort of fluffy and uh happy endingy I, mm. I don't get that vibe from it it seems quite uh, maybe not even doom and gloom but just more like there'll be some sort of weird other ending where maybe i don't know i imagine that you could probably save the facility but it may not save earth or you can just save that band of humans that remain and i don't know but it, it doesn't seem like oh yay you've saved the world and everyone's saved and humanity's back and <laughs> yeah, take you back so what type of game was it sorry uh, I, I would describe it as a narrative driven game no but i mean in terms of like gameplay is it oh like yeah yeah so i was just coming to that bit so um it, it's like it's the the main part of it really is sort of exploring a space station and a series of space stations but it has other aspects as well so there's parts of it where you're sort of spacewalking in this space station so it's very sort of to be honest at times it's frustrating because you just want to be able to move quickly but because it's, it's trying to be authentic in third person really that's what i'm sort of getting at third person is it third person yes it is i think like no no like... actually it's both there's both aspects so like some there's parts of it that and, and it's fixed unfortunately so you can't change it but there's parts of it that are third person parts that are first person right. so is it 3d or is it like a 2d game oh no it's 3d it's gorgeous graphically like it's like beautiful um and it's really tense as well so i mean like the graphics uh don't really pull any punches in terms of how space might be so there's parts of it that are just pitch black and um you know you've just got to navigate it as best you can you know there's no power on this certain parts and you've just got to are you alone? Are you just the one yes. character? Oh, God. Yeah. Very, yeah. Very miserable. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, 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 like I say, it doesn't pull any punches in that respect. And, like, I wasn't sure going into if it, if it was another sort of survival horror game. Like, mm. what was that? There was a EA game, wasn't there, that was like... Dead Space. What was it, sorry? Dead Space. Yes, that's it. Yeah, well remembered. I wasn't sure if it was similar to that, but thankfully for me, it doesn't seem to be. It seems to be more... Um, just like a genuine story of like a space mission that's gone wrong and um it's up to you to try and piece the story together try and find out what's happened as you try and restore this if you can so like, yeah mm -hmm. now, like those walking simulators type of, type of games do you know what i'm about they're actually really good they're quite narrative driven so um you know like finding edith edith, edith uh have you heard of that game as well i've heard of it but i've not played it so I, well, I couldn't it's basically where you walk around and you you join the dots of the story as you like solve like 
they're not really complex puzzles, but little bit, bits of puzzles, and you, you find little bits of the story, and you walk around, and you get it's more to do with the the atmosphere sort of thing. And that's exactly it. That's exactly, that's exactly how this is. How this yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a walk. They, I think they're called walking simulators. Oh, uh, okay. Right. right. Yeah. So something like that. Called, but, mm-hmm. but basically, they, they tell a very good story. But you walk around and and you sort of investigate and you, you open drawers and you yeah. Find, you, and you might find a postcard or, or like a like like in your in your thing you might find like a like a data chip a, a data log or something yeah. like that yeah. and then that reveals a bit more of the story. Yeah. Yeah. That that's exactly how this is. Um, yeah. There's other like slight variations on it where you're piloting um the the moon rover so you have to like drive around but essentially it is exactly that like you're just sort of finding out what's what's happened here and piecing it all together and uh, that... things, aren't they? like yeah yeah because because what, what the good thing i find about them is that they're only like about five hours long but it's more about the experience so it's like a short it's a great short game to play Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think there's a few games I've played like that. One was um, the, the, the Finding Edith one. I can't remember the exact name of it. And there was Everyone's Gone to the Rapture. <coughs> oh, yeah. Was. I've heard of that, yeah. Spooky, that one. Yeah, so basically, so, so, sorry to interrupt you now. This mm-hmm. is, uh, yeah. Basically, it's, game. basically, it's set in like a country town in like Yorkshire or something. Or yeah, it's a very like village town. And everyone, no one's there. It's mm. a modern day, like you got cars and shops. It's in the 80s, so you got the phone booths and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Sitting here. So imagine in the 80s, you've got the pubs, you've got people's houses, a beautiful country lane, and you walk around in first person, and you find these little, uh, like, ghosts sort of thing, and the ghosts tell a story. Okay, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's such a good game, actually. Like, I really enjoyed that. And there's another one like that as well called Fire or something, <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah. which is you're stu- stuck in, like, a... You're in. You end up in a. Um, there's a. There's like a. You know. You know. In America, you have those woodland type of places. It's right. a Firewatch. I think I know yeah, the one you mean. That's the one. Firewatch. Yeah. That's yeah. the one. That was that, another. Yeah. Like that as well. Have you played that all? No, actually, our um, our good friend Rich from our previous workplace, he was telling me about that. He was playing it a couple of years right. back, and yeah. he was just he was saying how good that was. It was like an awesome game. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 they're pretty good games. Like they're they're not long. You can you yeah. can complete them in like like an evening, like five hours or so. But it's, it's, this this one's a little bit longer than that, and it's taken me at least three evenings of like serious gameplay so far. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely drawing to a close. So it's not like a big, you know, Skyrim epic, hundred and twenty hour thing. Um, <laughs> this, yeah. but I mean, w- one thing that's really cool about it was like how I feel like they've tried to be faithful to how the space physics would work. So when you're sort of like loose in a space station and there's no gravity there, like how you move is actually really accurate. So it's like if you move forwards, then you're floating forwards constantly and you have to sort of adapt to that sort of, if that makes sense, because there's there's nothing to stop you in space. So you just carry on until you hit a wall or something. Um, So you're constantly sort of like nudging forwards and then back to stop yourself going too far and, it's it's really interesting. Like you 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 feel like you're floating, so it it, it, it does that really well. It was cool. Oh. But um, but yeah, that was Deliver Us the Moon. Um, F1 2018. Oh man, this this is tinged with sadness for me now because in real in the real world, like the Williams Formula One team, they've announced that they've dropped or they they split with their main sponsor for this season, and they're considering. Um, sort of financial assistance in terms of maybe selling a stake in the team i heard of that I was yeah of yeah so that, 
It's, it's not because of the lockdown or anything. Is I think it? that's part of it, isn't it? Now, it must be. Yeah, I mean, the season has been postponed this season, so I mean, we should be about sort of maybe ten races in by now, but uh, we've not had a single race, so I think it's, it's just bad. question marks over the whole thing, really. But I think other teams are much better equipped to deal with it. I mean, like Ferrari and Mercedes, you know, they're, they're not going to be troubled for money, um, whereas Williams are a private company, so they, they're other businesses are purely to help fund their Formula One efforts. So I think they're probably being quite hard hit by this. But them sort of saying that, them announcing that they're looking for funding really does send alarm bells because <laughs> uh, that's not something they've ever done before. And mm-hmm. that could that could really change the makeup of the team. So, yeah, that, just with that sort of sad scary sort of thing in the background I, i've been smashing it with the williams team in this game that if you win in it then then they will that will somehow change the course of real life or just video games isn't it i mean you just in my head like williams are back where they <laughs> that, belong at, that, at the club. that sort of reminds you of, 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 of your football team and your football team not doing too well but you play them in in, in pro in pro evil and you, <laughs> yeah you with them oh yeah, yeah. The glory days back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. That's it. It's uh, living yeah, that fantasy, fantasy of uh, yeah. them being the best again. <clears throat> but the game's really cool, and I know we've talked about it before, but I love it. And one thing that I'm sure str- I'm struggling with at the moment is like, I because foolishly, like after Forza, after I finished that, I, so obviously I needed a racing game. I found this, tried it, loved it. Um, I put the race uh, length all the way up. So the races take quite a while, like maybe like two hours. <laughs> wow, for one race? Yeah. Uh, so the realistic, like... Oh my gosh, no. That's, yeah. That's like longer than a movie. And <laughs> concentrate and race for all that time. That your, wow. your shoulders must be tense. Well, that's what I'm finding difficult because I keep falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> what, mid-race? <laughs> mid-race? Oh no, I keep... But like it, it don't as you know. Like I'm learning about real life. Obviously, you know I don't drive a real car like in real life. But I'm learning about how important it's to not drive while sleepy because I've had the last three races. I've gone off and had a DNF, which is a did not finish, because I've gone into a barrier. Like just because I, I nodded off for a moment, and I've just shunted my car into a barrier. So <laughs> I think my my game plan that could be used as a um, as an incentive to drivers to like, you know, make sure they sleep and not sleep while uh, drive while sleepy. <laughs> I've honestly got a love hate relationship with those kind of games now, mm-hmm. uh, in the sense of like, um, because most of the racing games you play, they've all got like an arcade sort of factor to them. Like even if it's Forza or Gran Turismo or any any game, like whereas as soon as you get to Formula One games, mm-hmm. it's more to do it's more like real life. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and- to learn, learn the car. Learn. You can't make one mistake. Like if you, mm. if you, if you make a mistake in like, like, uh, 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 like Gran Turismo, you might hit a car. You already can get yourself back on and do that. <laughs> but you do that in F1, and it's game over. Yeah, definitely agree. Um, this one, I think, I mean, this is F1 2018, so obviously there've been two more games since this. But I, I think this one does a decent job of that because, like, I think if you go into it with the mindset that you're going to just shunt your way through the field, then you probably won't... I know you won't do that, but I mean, like, if, if you were to have, like, gone into the race thinking, right, I'm just going to barge my way through, you just won't because that's not really true to the sport because the yeah. sport isn't like that. You can't touch other cars because you, your car is so fragile. But this one, I think it does 
it's quite lenient with that. Like if you clip your wing, for instance, against another car, like that, that could be in real life, that could be sort of terminal and that could be the end of your race. Mm. And there's times when it has been many, many times for people. And there's other times where like drivers have been able to just like, you know, just carry on with it, lose some pace, but still, you know, find their way and finish the, the, the race. So this one, I think does a good job of simulating that sort of realism where it's not always the end of the race. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's been loads of times on this where uh, I've definitely sort of like <laughs> sort of rear-ended somebody, like not misjudged it completely and um, like just, you know, slammed on the brakes, but still went into the, their rear tire or something and it's messed up my front wing. And the thing I love about it, it does have a performance uh, impact on your car. So suddenly the turning isn't as sharp as it was. I absolutely love that because that is like that is sort of how it would be in real life. Yeah. Like if you lose your front wing, you lose downforce and then suddenly it's not as grippy and it's just, it feels dead. Like the turning's not as responsive and then that has an impact on your time, obviously. So, um, yeah, so I see what you mean, Raj, definitely. Like there is a, it seems like a leap. Um, and, and, you know, this game, I think if you play it on like the full difficulty, then it doesn't pull any punches there. Like there's so many modes that you have to learn on the car. Like it's, it's not just like accelerate and brake. there's like all these sort of power regulation modes that you can manage and i was watching youtube on this and like some of the guys who play this competitively are just on a different planet like (laughs) like they're managing there's a there's a mode on it like that harvests energy so as your car brakes um and turns it harvests energy and i think it deploys itself in in like over the course of a lap and then it resets so it's quite a technical thing um but you can manage how it's deployed and where it's deployed. So if you're going for a really tricky section of the track, then that's not really the time to deploy that full power. So you might want to keep it on a low power there, like because you're not going to be like flat out on that bit. But on the home straight, you know, you you might want to put it on. So these guys are managing it corner by corner as well as sort of, you know, keeping their car out of the walls, um, overtaking people as well as managing all this and like it just i just it blows my mind like how anyone could do that i don't understand i tried it once um and i probably tried it on the wrong track because i tried it at monaco which is a really tight twisty circuit and it's hard enough to keep it on there but i was like nope (laughs) not doing that (laughs) so yeah it is very technical i'm surprised though with all this technical knowledge does it make you want to drive or like in the, are you hurry to in a hurry to drive now like things on all that because because you know like you watch formula one and all that and you know about all this technical stuff or well, does it make you want to go go-karting at least but but then oh, I suppose God, yeah those accidents probably not so honest, like I, it doesn't make me want to drive more just like go-karting i think it's like different like, I, would, I, I have been before and i've loved it um oh, isn't it? brilliant it's like yes you can speed as much as you want but <laughs> yeah it was a chance to sort of uh, employ some of these things that I've learned from video games. Like I'm some sort of expert, I'm not, you know, just, but in terms of sort of catching the line and feeling where the car's about to, the back end's about to step out and just trying to find that, that edge. um, Manage the corners and yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, (laughs) that sort of stuff. It was was interesting, like to, to try and employ some of that. And obviously I wasn't any good at it. I was just, like a rookie completely trying it for the first time but just to have that in the back of your head is interesting to have that um but yeah no no desire to really <laughs> learn to drive <laughs> I, I think i'd be a terrible driver to be honest because like <clears throat> all, all these years of playing video games like 
I know where the apex is and I know where the the racing line is, but you can't do that in real life because <laughs> you'll 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 be quite right now because it's, it's a different thing when you when you're driving because you know if you hit something right you know you hit yeah you're you're yeah it. it's if you're gonna know about it it's quite and there's severe consequences to doing that mm-hmm. it changes it, it it's it's a different thing you don't yeah. drive you're doing cars as as in games sorry. That's fair. That's fair. Plus, it's a completely different control scheme, isn't it? Like, um, it's not just like one finger down and sort of like blast your way around a track. You, it's you like know, you know, it's gonna be, yeah. If you do smash your front, something you're probably gonna smash a bit of your body as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Very aware of that. So, yeah. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's that's been F1 2018. Um, also, okay, so the other day, Minecraft Dungeons dropped. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I think this is, might be history, actually. Is that an Xbox now? Yes, it is, yeah. Game Pass. Yep. Is oh, that, well, we could play that together. Then. Is that what we you could? Did? did you show me a screenshot of that? It's, it's like Diablo. No, I know. But did, is that the one where you and your mates... Was that something else I'm talking about? No. What Talk to mean? me. Um... I'm not sure what that was, Rupes. I can't remember what I screenshot to you. The Olympics. Oh no, no, no! That was that was just proper normal Minecraft. Right. This is um this as Roger was saying this is like Diablo, so um like yeah, you and your band of merry men sort of go charging off into a dungeon, kill all the monsters in there, find all the loot, yeah. uh, kill the boss, and come back out and onto the next level. Um, so yeah, it's great. It's really accessible. This. So I mean, whereas Diablo can take a little bit of learning. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, like it was. I found it a bit like I, I don't know anymore what I'm doing. I'm just hitting big move after big move. Whereas this is a bit more straightforward. Like you just you get like really basic weapons, but you know it gives you like a power icon, tells you how strong that weapon is, and um, yeah, it's, it's quite approachable. And yeah. Do you know you can drop in and out of it really easily? So I've been finding myself playing that a lot, and it's it's really fun and. Um, if you guys were to get it, I would love to jump on with you and just like just have a go with that. That would be a lot of fun, actually. I've been a bit guilty now of not touching the get the Game Pass recently. Mm. I'll tell you why. You you probably already know why, but I'll tell you why in my gaming segment. Mm. <laughs> I know why. I know why. <laughs> yeah. That's all we've heard about from you, <laughs> just yeah. hidden away. But um, yeah, Minecraft Dungeons. Yeah, it's been great. Really enjoying that. So um, hopefully we can get some of that on. Um, Minecraft proper. So after a long, I think like sometimes with Minecraft, you can sort of burn out of it a little bit. You play it so much, and then you just sort of just need a change of space. So you just do something different, and then you go away from it for ages. But you do just inevitably come back to it. So I've had one of those where I've come back to it. Um, I've started. <laughs> I'm building like a gigantic temple slash palace. Um, yeah, I. I mean. I just got a thing about big builds on that. I, I like building because years ago I used to watch uh, those time lapses where like certain teams would come together and they would just completely terraform an area into some amazing, like they take like a cave, you know, and just fill it full of stuff like it just, you know, like shops and houses and temples and, you know, walkways and just build this incredible thing out there. So I, I love stuff like that. So I'm, I'm trying to sort of build this temple. Um, it's quite hard going, but uh, <laughs> like sort of just YouTubing like for ideas and stuff and what the sort of stuff you can do with it. But yeah, it's, it's going well so far. <laughs> it's just a temple with what, like a, 
what's worshipped in the temple? Uh, to be honest, I've not sort of gone in it's terms of theology. Yeah, it's just a building at the moment, really. But it, you could describe it as a sort of temple, I guess. But, okay. um, yeah, it's got like sort of a Grecian facade to it. So it's got like um, like big sort of blocks, like tower blocks, um, like marble sort of pillars almost. And it's quite, it's quite a massive thing from, from looking at the image. It looks it look kind of White House slash uh, Hindu temple kind of thing. That's cool. I'm glad you said White House because that's sort of what I was looking at when I was trying to build this. So that's that's cool. I'm glad yeah. that comes out. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure at what stage I sent you that, but now it's got like these walls that surround the plateau that it's on. Right. Um, yeah. And it's sort of like directly behind this where it's built, the little mount that it's on is like a little valley. So I was thinking there's some really cool stuff you could build into that and just make it like this really kind of like... You know, in some type of video games, you find like one hidden area and it's like it doesn't really explain much about it. But um, like the fairy shrine in Legend of Zelda, you know, these like far off yeah. little places okay. like that just have this beautiful architecture and it doesn't explain who built it or where it's come from. It's just there. Like this yeah. is sort of my attempt at that. But um, yeah. So, you know, one of the cool things that's been happening with Minecraft, like I think I've, we talked about it a little bit, but the, um, we had the Minecraft Olympics yes so <laughs> this was like my friend will dr. Will. Friend, dr will sorry to give him his proper title he has been secretly every night just coming on in the wee hours and just building more and more of this stuff so i didn't realize he'd been doing this until he asked for my help in filming it but what he'd done is he'd built like a series of courses um and completely in secret in a, in a distant part of the map so that none of the other players would see it um and it was a series of events and courses and then eventually what he was going to do was get everyone to participate in these olympic events and um you know host our own little minecraft olympics and this is before the lockdown he was doing this so he's been doing this for a long time um yeah it's crazy a really cool guy actually when i was chatting to him on whatsapp yes yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah i forgot you guys know each other now of course can i ask you something though yeah why do why why do we call him dr will so, sorry, sorry, Doctor Will. I, I don't mean to be like sound there. No, no, it, it's okay to you know to find out about a man's credentials. Uh, back when we used to work together, when we first became friends many moons ago, um, he printed for himself these uh, business cards, and it just said Doctor Will, creepy scientist on it. And like, I've still got my card that he gave me years ago, so I've just called him Doctor Will ever since. And Thanks. Yeah, yeah honestly and like it's, i love it because it's one of those nicknames that's so embedded now that people who didn't know about their business card just call him dr will anyway <laughs> so yeah he's, uh, he's dr will um and now he's yeah. will rock isn't it like he's made will the yeah that's his game attack dr uh maybe you shouldn't say that on, <laughs> on a podcast for the world well, that only... guys, but it's, it's kind of cool though yeah no no it's, it, it is yeah it is to be fair, only our lot are going to really hear it, so it's all cool. But, um, yeah, so he's been building these crazy events in, in this thing. And, like, just an example of some of the stuff, like, um, there was a swimming event where you've got to jump into this, <laughs> this, this massive swimming pool that he's built. But there's, like, there's, there's like, diving sections underneath it, so there's, like, a big bar running. Like, if you've got, like, a, a swimming pool in front of you and you're looking at it horizontally, if that makes sense. So like the swimmers will be swimming from one side to the other, left to right in front of you. Yeah. So it, like 
running across it the other way are like these big beams and you have to like swim underneath them as you're swimming along so it's like an opposite of a hurdle sort of thing yeah upside down hurdles so yeah there's like obstacles in it um yeah there was that there was a maze he built this huge maze and like you'd have to start off on these four corners and then when the word to go is given everyone charges off into this maze and i was filming this from above and it's hilarious but you gotta get to the middle and there's like a drop in there so you you fall down into this hole and then that brings you out to the podium (laughs) so whoever comes out first obviously takes the first spot but i mean he went to the effort of you know filming it uh like an opening ceremony where we burn a tree wow yeah like he had everyone in the waiting room in the back while i was filming this he built a stadium so i mean like (laughs) we um i remember ages ago we were building i don't know if i told you guys but we were building moss eisley do you remember that Millennium Falcon we built? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so we built Moss Eisley, the town around it, like, and everyone chipped into it. Um, but there was a day when we were playing when the game was so slow, like it was like, what is going on? Like maybe our connection's really bad, or maybe the server's having a hard time. Who knows? And then right at the end of that session, Doctor Will goes, "Ah, oh, you know what? I think I know what might be causing this." So I followed him around the corner. He built this gigantic stadium. And it was full of villagers, so every seat was full. <laughs> yeah, he's been working on something, and that's what's slowing down the game data. Because he'd filled it full of villagers, it was like the game was having to manage each of those characters. Like they're like <laughs> non-playable characters, you know. So like they wander around normally, but <laughs> you can build NPCs in there. Um, so when you go into creative mode, you can just you can just drop them. Like you can drop enemies oh. or you know types of characters and stuff. So yeah, you can, you can do that. But yeah, he he had to sort of kill them all, unfortunately, because the game was unplayable because of this stadium full of villagers. <laughs> yeah, he had to go massacre all the creations. Do, do you know what we should do now? As well, mm-hmm. you, me, and Ruby, we should get all because we got. We, I'm not sure is, is Minecraft uh, uh, cross uh, cross platform. It is, but I'm not sure which version because there's two versions. There's the one that comes installed with Windows 10, and then there's the Java version, which I think. But one of them is playable across Xbox, and and I think that might be the one that's installed on Windows 10. Um, you can play that like cross-platform, but yeah, I'm yeah. not sure about the Java one. I'm not I'm not too sure. What we should do anyway, like I can download because it's free on the Xbox anyway. Mm-hmm. I've got it in the PlayStation, but maybe I can get a copy of it on the Switch or something. And, like it'd be quite cool if all three of us played on our Switches. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Like we we built something ourselves that we're trying to survive. Oh, I'd love to. I'd absolutely love that. <clears throat> I mean, if we could get it so that you guys could join us on our server, that'd be fantastic, man, because, you know, we've built so much stuff and, like, your additions to it would be so welcome, you know. You just join us in this world. It's brilliant. I'll, I would still wander around your world, to be honest, you know, and, and like... I, I would love to show you because, I mean, like, the, the railway that Dr. Will has built on there is just so extensive. Like, it takes you an hour to to get into right. Minecraft. Honestly, and that it's not just one straight line. There's like new. It's like the London Underground. It's ridiculous. Nice. There's so much to it. Like you'll get to one stop, and there'll be like other railway carts leading off in different directions. Uh, it just like everything we found, he built a railway to it. If, if, essentially, is there a video of this? Is it what? Sorry, mate. Is there a video at all of this? <clears throat> I can try and film one for you. Um, um, I don't think there is one currently because <laughs> no one's everyone's busy building stuff but um yeah i can try and give you like a guided tour of it yeah it's got a movie of it 
Yeah. Um, I would love for you guys to be able to join us on it. And that might just take a little bit of research to see if on an Xbox or PlayStation you might be able to join us on it. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, what I was going to say was, Dr. Will, if, if, well, if you're listening, continue listening because I'm going to talk about uh, one of my games. I, I think you'd be great at it. Anyway, because cool. you know, that, that level of creativity and attention to detail. Mm. That's what this game will. Oh, right, okay. Anyway, yeah. We'll talk about that in a second. We'll talk about that in a second, but yeah. But um, I will speed it up a little bit. But um, we also tried a Minecraft mod. So Win, who you guys know, obviously, um, he wanted to try this uh, this mod pack on Minecraft. So it's a series of mods that people have developed, and this pack brings them all together. You install it, and you can play it, and you can play them all at once. Um, and it really expands on sort of normal Minecraft, so you can do a ton of other stuff. Um, and honestly, it's fascinating because, you know, there's times in Minecraft where you think, man, you know, what? I'd love to build like a working space shuttle or, you know, I'd love to build like a tank or something crazy. And this mod pack really enables you to do far more along lines of that. Like one of the players we play with, he's been bitten by a vampire. Vampires aren't a part of the normal Minecraft. So he's become a vampire himself. So he can't go out in the daytime now. <laughs> you see him like building sort of like... And he's got any powers because of that? Or... Yeah, yeah, he does. He's like really... He can become a bat and he can fly around like a bat. Um, he can. He has to feed on stuff. So he keeps feeding on Dr. Will's cows. Like... <laughs> it's brilliant. It's so funny. Um, but you can do that. To... But he's also a wizard. Like he's, he's specialized in magic at the same time. So... You can cast spells. It keeps freezing me, the absolute git. Like, I'll turn around and I'm just, like, frozen to the spotlight. Damn it, he's done it again. Um, well, like, wind's going down the tech sort of avenue, so he's learning all the tech stuff in it. So it's actually fascinating. It's quite hard to play because without knowing what... A bit, like Skyrim. A bit like Skyrim. Yeah, 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 definitely. It is, yeah. Um, there's loads to it, and there's, there's like just it's full of icons and new equipment and like tons of stuff so there's so much learning to do so it's a bit um it's a bit hard for me initially to be honest because I, I stuck it on and joined the guys but i didn't know what to do and um i was just trying to help with the basics i was trying to gather wood and stone and stuff but i don't even know if that was necessary or not because like you might not even need that stuff in this so it's sort of just learning what there is and what you can do and you know then you can sort of figure out what you'd like to do and where you can go but yeah, so involved in that as well. Um, I've been playing Ori and Will of the Wisps. I think I talked about this with you guys previously yeah. once. But... Ori before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But just to briefly say, I tried to play the other day, but because it's been so long since I played it, uh, I'm on like this really hard spider boss, and I can't, I've forgotten how you play it, <laughs> so I can't beat this boss. That's uh, the thing past now, and, and you know, there's pre-game things, because you get so much choice, Sometimes you forget about the other game. Yes, definitely. That's what's happened. I've completely forgot. Like, there was a point where it was like subconscious for me. Like, I was unconsciously like just I knew how to react. I knew what to do. Whereas yeah. now I'm like, oh, how do you, what do you do here? What? Why is that thing again? And I'm dead. <laughs> so, yeah, it's. Uh, I think I might have to call it a day on that. Unfortunately, as much as I love it. Um, the the big one that I've been playing and the one that is really honestly impressed me so much is star wars fallen order oh and, uh, yes yes <clears throat> yeah honestly this is probably one of the best games i've ever played um wow. like, so, yeah. no, i want to get that dude that's quite <laughs> so want to get it oh man 
you know, obviously, it's this is all subjective. It's just my opinion, you know. But um, it's so reminiscent of Knights of the Old Republic. Um, the only thing, like thinking about it, I was thinking about it this morning before we, you know, heading into the podcast. The thing that Knights has over this is that Knights is a proper RPG. Yeah. Whereas this just has RPG elements. Whereas in that one, you pick your outcomes and you pick your responses and stuff like that. Whereas this is linear and it, the story is already in place and you just find out as you play. But it's so good. Like the thing that instantly propels it, like of anything Star Wars recently, like head and shoulders above anything, above the films, it doesn't ruin any major characters and it doesn't rewrite the canon. So like it's just proper Star Wars. It doesn't try and, you know, rewrite things and, you know, change the past to suit some present. It's just it's just um, a set of characters who aren't one of the main characters, but they just do their own thing within the Star Wars universe. Brilliant. That's all I ask, you know. Is it, uh, uh, I think Sam's playing this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the plastic saving Sam, the one who's going to be leading the centipede. He's playing this as well. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, no, no, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, what's the combat like in, in this? Yeah, it's hard. Um, it is. It's not like because there's been a raft of games recently that are like really hard to play and really punishing the player like you have to just go at it time and time again yeah i think this could be like that Uh, to be honest i had to drop it down a difficulty because um there was a point where it was getting quite frustrating to play uh and i i I looked for the achievements and there was an achievement to play it on a harder difficulty so i just thought well i might as well just enjoy it you know so i dropped it down one but it's still really challenging um normal was it all I started on, I think there's four difficulties, and I started on the third one, uh, and I've dropped it down to the second one now. Is the second one normal difficulty? I think so, yeah, it must be. And the first one must be just like beginner, like Ped Padawan or something. But, um, hey? You was a bit over-ambitious at the start. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's the difficulty that I normally go for. But I think, like, this isn't the sort of game that I play normally, so there was a lot of learning for me in terms of, combat and stuff like that so like the lightsaber combat in it is so good because like a lot of it is down to timing so if you're in a battle with let's say like a big monster and he's slashing at you um you can block that with your lightsaber but you have to get the timing right so the difficulties decrease the window of opportunity to get the parry right if that makes sense so you Mm. can parry it but you just like you have to be super accurate when you press the button to parry uh, but the easier it is, the the long the longer the window to get it. So, yeah. And but I mean, it, it's brilliant. Like, you can learn all sorts of different force powers in it. Um, I love because because that bit was the greatest bit of uh, one of the best bits of uh, Nazi or Republic. Mm-hmm. You can build, you can build your own sort of powers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Again, one thing that Knights has over this is that you could, you know, do you remember that you could pick dark side powers even yeah. if you were a light side Jedi. But they would just cost you more points, wouldn't they? Like force points. I was rage Jedi, but if it's such a thing. Oh, you were just in the middle then. I always try to sort of like I love the I love the concept of 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 not being on the good or the bad side. Mm-hmm. And and do you remember there's a Jedi you meet in there? So sorry, just I'm yeah, yeah, no, no, I do remember that. He was on Kashyyyk, wasn't he? He was on like the the jungle planet where the monkeys are. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and he and he was like a great Jedi. I remember. It was like Joseph or something, his name, like Jacek or Joseph or something. 
Not on the side of good or evil. No, he, he was just he was just sort of uh, impartial. Yeah, well, so what everyone's doing. Yeah, he'll just do what he wants. Mm. Like a mercenary. Yeah, he was pretty cool. Yeah, he was. He was interesting. But um, yeah, I mean, for me, I told I tend to end up like going down the Paragon route. Um, but I mean, this is the beauty of Knights, wasn't it? You could play it any way you wanted, and you could your character would develop out of your choices. Uh, so this doesn't really have that, which is, you know, it's only minor. But to be fair, the story's so good in it. Like, now, ah, uh, sorry, man, Raj. <laughs> I was sending you Emperor Palpatine memes, wasn't I? Saying, do it. <laughs> but um, the story's great. Uh, I mean, it's taken after um, episode. What's the one with uh, Order sixty six where that's given? That's episode uh, three, isn't it? yeah episode three so this takes place after that and the whole jedi purge has happened and you just play as this one um young jedi who's not even a proper jedi knight uh he's just trying to survive and stay alive while the empire extends its reach across planets and all this sort of stuff so all that's happening um and just through a chance uh accident he has to use his force powers and that alerts everyone onto the fact that whoa hang on a second there's one we've missed and it just sets him off on this adventure but it's it's brilliant honestly i've really enjoyed it and yeah had... sorry sounds amazing it does sound really good yeah i think you'd love it raj honestly because it, it just ticks so many boxes it doesn't but you know on my notes here the thing that i really wanted to say about this was massive credit to ea which i never thought i'd say ever because um it doesn't have loot box mechanics <laughs> it's just a great single player game like it, it, down to EA, I've been tempted to get their uh, uh, access, EA access. Yes, yeah, yeah. I want to get it on the Xbox because with the Xbox you get all the Xbox uh, um, 360 games as well. That's pretty good. So with the PlayStation, you don't get that. With the Xbox, you get like all the Mass Effects and and all sorts. Right, oh, I'm not going to wow. play, but you get all the Mass Effects. You get every single like EA game that was on on the uh, well. I'm, I'm just going to leave it out of Mass Effect. You get my yeah. one, two, and three. You know what? That that would have been probably the greatest game series ever made had they not ruined the ending. Yeah. Um, because it was just so good, man. I love those games. I've never played three now because uh, 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 I, I think the end, so many people thought the, the, the feedback I got on it was so like, yeah. uh, negative. <sighs> you know, it's it's such a shame because honestly, up until the last the last tenth of it it's brilliant it's such a good game and there's flaws with it because they introduced that thing where there was a thing in it called galactic readiness um which like is is like a meter that you want to keep high mm. uh, and if it drops too low then that can affect the outcome of the game but the problem was that they tied that to a mobile game that you had to play oh. and the multiplayer it's like what that's the, like a mobile game that you play shouldn't have any bearing on your single player story like so you're just trying to make people play the multiplayer and this mobile game so you had to play it like you know every day or something to keep that readiness up uh, it's just it's so stupid i'd be really put off by that yeah that, what if i don't want to play on my mobile because the play yeah mobile. because up until then like it's just been a great single player game like brilliant story you know, make your own character through your choices, all that great stuff. But then this, that really took some of the shine away from it. But yeah, but no, man, if you get it, let me know what's on there. That'd be cool to see. Um, yeah, so yeah, 
just the one minor point about Star Wars. I mean, um, because it encourages exploration, so you can revisit places and stuff. It doesn't have a fast travel option, and that would have been so useful because, like, I'm revisiting some places to try and find some bits that I've missed, and uh, it just means laboriously going through the entire level again. <laughs> so, sorry? And you have to fight the enemies again. Yes. The enemies, um, they respawn every time you save as well, so that, that can be a bit hard going as well, especially early in the game when you haven't got many powers. Um, but later on, it's less of an issue. Well, I think I think uh, the Star Wars have gone like the uh, Dark Souls way, but I don't right. mind so much. If they've got a, the problem that I had with the Dark Souls and uh, the Blood, Bloodborne um, games, um, the I think they're made by a company called From Software. I think something mm-hmm. like that, I remember, but um, they their story's not very. It's not a story. It is story driven, but not the stories in little clues around the brand thing. You like you say you might find a plaque or something, and you read mm. that. That story's in there, right? Rather than the story being like, rather than it being actually narrative driven. Whereas this is this is the story. In this is so good. Like genuinely one of the best games I've played. Honestly, I've loved it, and um, I, I almost wish I had like less other things to play that I could just focus on this because. It's so good. And, it, you know, one of the great things about it as well, like there's a new DLC that's either out or due to come out and they've added a new game plus mode to it. So you can start a new game with all the powers that you've already earned from your previous save. So you don't have to struggle through the first bit. You can just come in as a Jedi badass yeah. and just, just you know, be an epic Jedi from the start of it. So, yeah, looking forward to that, really. But No, I'd recommend it. I think it's great. I... I it's it's just brilliant. It was so refreshing to play it and actually have no issues with the game and like just be able to play it. It works. There's no bugs. I've not had any bugs in it. Um, it's just yeah, great game. So massive credit to everyone involved in that really. Um, and just the final three for me: Streets of Rage Four that came out. Did you guys oh, play yeah. that? What do you think? Ah, uh, brilliant. But it's so hard. <laughs> I'm still rubbish at it. Is is that a Game Pass by the way or? Yeah, it is, yeah. <gasps> I've got to play that. Oh, no, now. Me, me and yes. Ruby can play that then. <laughs> well, let me jump on with you, because I'm sure like it's multiplayer online. So, I mean, it's, it's, honestly, it's great. You know, one thing that I love about this, though, like apart from, obviously, all the nods to the great Streets of Rage games that we grew up playing, um, the, the fighting in it is actually quite technical. So, like, some of the enemies that you come across, you have to beat them in specific ways. So, you can't just, you can't just sort of, like, beat them up. You have to do a specific thing first that will then enable you to beat them up. I won't say too much, but... Um, I'm just going to fast and do what I normally do. <laughs> well, you're the spider monkey, so I mean, you won't need to worry about that. You just skip through it. <laughs> why, why change it, you see? Because Streets of Rage, what I love about those beat-em-ups is just the two buttons, punch, one for kick, one for hard punch, one for hard kick, you know, and you just go for it. And you, <laughs> you go... You go spider monkey on your enemies, you know, so... <laughs> you do. Everyone yeah. else, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's cool. So I'll, I'll let you to do the technical, boring stuff. I mean, I, I'm saying technical. It's just like it was a little bit more to certain enemies that you just had to do before you could just, you know, plow into them as you would do normally. Um, so you just have to... I really like that they've added that because <clears throat> it just adds a different dimension and I'm sure there'll be other enemies later in the game or further on in the game that just mean you have to think about them a little bit. Um, I think it's positive, like you I'll believe you. Mm, yeah, no, I, th- I think so. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, a, bit of, 
Uh, what's the music like? Oh, yeah, really good. Really good. Like, very much in keeping. All the graphics are in keeping with how they were. That was the thing I was worried about, really. It was like, would they revamp it? Would they sort of try and reinvent the wheel with it? But no, they've just kept it really loyal to how it used to be. So that it's, it's actually great. Like, it's so good. Same characters? Uh, it's got four characters, I think. Um, okay, so it's variation maybe on who they were or... Yeah, I think so. I think they're just a little bit older. So it's still Axel and Blaze. And I missed, I think I missed the other two. I'm not sure who they were now. But it hasn't got Max the wrestler, which I was a bit disappointed about. Um, Yeah, because Max is awesome. Do you remember that guy? Yeah. Mm. (laughs) It's so cool. I think Axel, though. If it didn't have Axel, I'd be very disappointed. Yeah, definitely. He's still got his grand upper as well. Sorry, no. No, no, go, go for it. I would say, is it close to, like, Double Dragon Neon? Remember, is, is it similar to that? Um, in some ways. Like, in terms of it, graphically, I'd say it is, because it's beautiful to look at now. It's It's got that same sort of pixel art, but yeah. it's really lush. It's really colourful and bright. It's so nice, but um, it's, it's a little bit more technical than Double Dragon Neon. Yeah. Cause, yeah, but no, it's good. And I think... Like, it doesn't have any sort of revive mechanic, I don't think. Like, it's the same as it used to be. Like, if you die, if you've got a life, you just respawn. Uh, you can get continues until they run out, and then it's game over. Mm. So, yeah, it's good. It does it's really fun. good. Let me know if you guys do download it, because I'd love to jump on with you, because that'd be cool. I do fancy playing tonight, actually. Yeah, if you can download it and play. Yeah. Cool. Like Star Wars, like you mentioned. Star Wars, your boy. Yeah. 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 It's worth it, though. No, but I was just thinking about time because I've, I've, I've when i get to my gaming section i'll explain what <laughs> 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 yeah. but, um, um, last two, um animal um, crossing on the switch uh, how'd that go you know what to be honest i'm quite bored of it now really? oh. yeah and honestly because every day there's, there's not enough variation in it it's just like the same old stuff like i've got to a point where i can make money now and if i wanted to i could craft stuff but there's no point to it because like other than people visiting, there's nothing you can do with it. It's just a static thing. I, you know felt, I, mean? I felt that way in Animal Crossing turning a, a new leaf. Yeah. That on the DS. Yes, yeah. And you know what? I when I first got the game, like I remember going to a restaurant with Raj and then Ooh. pulling out my DS oh. <laughs> because in the game it says by seven o'clock, make sure you meet so and so. And mm-hmm. I made sure at seven o'clock I had my DS, switched it on, and met them. Wow, and, Rubes. You know, and I was really immaculate with it. I made sure there was no weeds in my mm-hmm. world. Um, I made money by going to that different island and getting exotic things. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, like you hit a ceiling effect. You're like, right, beyond this, I can't do anything more. Like, I've gone to yeah. the meeting. I've held, I've tried to... You know, put more money. I've bought stuff for the museum. I've put more yeah. money back into that, you know, back into this town best I can. But then mm. it's waiting and you're waiting for things to happen with your other the townspeople. Some of them. Yeah. And, you know, you, you don't play for maybe a week and then you come back and you found out so and so's left. And, mm. and I've extended my house. I even work, was working towards paying off the mortgage in, in mm-hmm. the, of, the, of the house in there changed my outfit a few times, I furnished my house. But yeah, you just get to a point where thinking, okay, I need to keep doing stuff. And it's slightly lonely. 
Yeah, it is. You've got virtual people in there, but unless you don't, if you don't have fr- real life friends who play the game, who can visit mm. your world, then there's really not a lot else. You know, because like I've got sort of friends who play that, and I can visit their towns whenever, but there's nothing yeah. you can do with them. <laughs> What's the point? Like, yeah. I could go fishing in this town, but catch the same fish that I could get in my town, so there's no point. Um, if I find a fossil on the ground, uh, I can't hand it into his museum. Um, it's just like there's there's nothing to do other than wander around and be like, oh, man, that's really nice. Oh, I see you built that. Oh, good job. Yeah, I, I could build that, but I didn't want to. Pick more fruit, plant more trees, you know. So here's a question now, right? Yeah. Does, does it compare to one of my favorite games of all time? No, it doesn't. Do you know what game I'm on about? Yes, you're on about Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley, yeah. yeah. Stardew Valley is infinitely better. Yes. Like, yes. Star- Stardew Valley. And you know the guy keeps bringing updates to that game? You know what? I'm actually... Like, it was on Xbox, wasn't it? We should play that, right, man, because we've both got it on Xbox. Yeah, I think we started it together, remember? You did. <laughs> yeah, we made a special farm, didn't we? What was the name of that now? Sexy Town Farm, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to play that because I think there's something much more dynamic about Stardew Valley where like, I, th- I mean, you know, the, the 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 game that I played of Stardew Valley, like it's, after a while, I still did get to a point where I felt like, right, I've pretty much done everything. But that was a long time into the game. Like I've only had Animal Crossing since it came out, which is a couple of months. And like I've played it every day. But, you know, yes, I've, I've expanded my house, I think, to maximum now. Um, and the museum's pretty much full. So, you know, I have played it a lot. Definitely have played it a lot, but I just... Stardew, we're talking about. No, Animal Crossing. I definitely have played it a lot, but just... I just... I want there to be more to it, because it's the same exact formula from the um, GameCube one and probably yeah. subsequent ones as well. And so it's a bit... Dis- Sorry, yeah. oops. So, so did you find that what you do in Animal Crossing, you just think, why did I do that to my real house or my real <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, you get to a point where you're thinking, yeah, why don't I just uh, apply these to my real, where I, real life? I, that's what I felt. Yeah, no, definitely. I just felt, I feel like, you know, the stuff you can craft in this, like, yeah. you can collect materials and you can craft all this stuff, and it's great, but, like, it's, it's all aesthetic stuff, so there's nothing, sort of, that you yeah. can do in it. Like, if you could build an arcade machine that you could then play, or if yeah. that was somehow rare and, like you know it was kind of cool because if it was rare if you had something in your town that i really wanted to see that'd be cool to come over and actually see it and interact with it but yeah. there isn't like, i can build everything you can build and vice versa so uh, i get it's, it's gotten quite dry for me like, i did start antagonizing my townspeople by planting trees directly in front of their houses so they can't <laughs> you know that's um, brilliant I maybe started, i should do that uh, yeah i started to even um yeah, like, you know, if one of them said, oh, meet me at this time, I would, I would kind of commit to things but not turn up. So I started to try and be a bad mayor, but you can't. <laughs> That's funny. You can't. Yeah. People just leave and, that, and then more people come and, and there's no real consequence to you being a bad mayor. So. <laughs> now, can I ask you some more questions about that? That in comparison to Stardew Valley? Because I'm, I'm, I'm such a big fan of Stardew Valley. That's why I wanted to sort of try Animal Crossing a bit. But the reason why, one of the main reasons puts me off Animal Crossing because of the real time aspect of it, where you have to, um, it's actually real life days and stuff. Yeah. We yeah. get back in, as Ruby was saying, seven o'clock, but Stardew Valley hasn't got that. But have you, have you got like, 
in that, have you in in uh, Animal Crossing, have you got like a dungeon where you can go and explore, like in Stardew Valley? No, nothing have like you, that at all. Have like, you got the character missions? No missions. Nothing really? like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so dead. There's nothing to do in it. Once, once you've got those basic things out of the way, which every Stardew Valley game has had, there's nothing beyond that, which is what what um, that's what I'm struggling with. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can carry on fishing. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can fill out your museum. Fishing thing, because because remember, if you, if you get the fish, you could you can unlock certain bits of of, of that that ha- remember that house that haunted yeah. house that you find. That sort of town holly thing. That yeah, you, so like, much amazing stuff in there. you can get married. You- yeah, uh, like you had a wife on. That's true. You can have kids yeah. in it. You oh. can't do that in this. Um, and like, yeah. I think the customization was greater in Stardew Valley as well. So that plot of land that was your farm, you can do a lot with it. Like you can, I mean, you you can do in this as well. I mean, you know, as you both will know, I mean, in Animal Crossing in this one, you can terraform the land. So you can you can choose to modify your island. You can put in hills. You can obviously move trees and plants and all the rest of it, but you can also put in lakes and rivers if you want. But, like, uh, it's it's still a bit plain. It's like, not... Like, yeah, if, if I come to your world, how's it going to be different to mine? Oh, you've got a few mountains. I mean, I'll have a few more trees. Exactly. It like, doesn't really do anything else. Uh, honestly, within the first three days, I probably had all the fruit that there is to get in the game. Like, there's there's nothing more once you've got those basic bits... Like yeah. You just have to carry on playing it ad infinity. So I don't know. I did collect all the insects. I collected all the shells. I mm. was trying to collect all the stuff for the museum. Mm-hmm. Um, one bit confused me. You know, like next to the museum is that place where you go to save your game. It's like a big showcase or something. Nothing ever happened there. You know, like um, so it'd be by the train station and you would. Um, go there to save your game and you'd enter in there and it's like right you know you're entering the showcase and it seemed like some sort of thing that had loads of stages and space or some sort of massive event but there was nothing over there and the game never been maybe it's just me you're talking about a different game by the way this is, animal- is that stardew no she's animal talking about animal crossing on the ds uh, okay right, right right okay yeah there was something called the showcase and just there was never any indication of what's going to happen here eventually maybe i didn't play the game long enough Maybe, you know, maybe sometimes I thought, is there something to explore in the game? Like, you know, you know, when you're playing Zelda, you're like, you're taking ages how to get to that one bit of the map. You have to, mm. Is it something you have to unlock or find or yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah it, it just, yeah. So I, I could have probably YouTubed it. I could have mm. asked, but I didn't. So. Yeah. No, yeah. this one's really basic. Even compared to those, there's nothing like that in this. You can just save wherever you want, and like you'll quit the game when you save. Uh, I know they get the one of the ones had a really annoying feature. It had that Mr. Mr. Resetti, like that mole. So if you quit the game without saving in a really specific way, every time you turn the game on next time, it would pop up with this really annoying mole character who couldn't. He wouldn't just let you go into the game. He'd give you a lecture about how to save the game, and it's like, (laughs) guys, this honestly, it's funny the first time, but on the tenth time, it's like actually can i just play the game like i don't want to see this again like it's really annoying but um thankfully we've gotten rid of rid of that in this but yeah it's just i think i've run out of things to do in it and i'm a bit disappointed that it's only taken about maybe a month and a half for that to happen that's a shame because like you first you did sell it to me first i was very close to buying it and raj kept saying uh we'll buy it this week today we just kept forgetting um Mm. but yeah i suppose now i kind of 
I'm kind of glad I didn't buy it now. So. If anything, I might reset my disc and you can just have mine. Like, because I think like it's worth playing, but yeah. I don't I don't know if it's like because I played like paid sorry uh whatever the full price was when it came out. I was really excited for it, but um yeah, it, it I think I've been harboring these sorts of thoughts for a while, but I just, <laughs> I didn't want to criticize it because it's like yeah, it's the great Animal Crossing. We've been waiting for this so long, but actually, it it hasn't moved on at all. It's the same game like. <laughs> That that the game developer can really pants that one up because you know like because there's so much scope for it, especially in as yeah. you're just saying in the light of Stardew Valley with all the stuff you can do in that game and like why why is this so basic? Why is there yeah. nothing beyond? Oh, yeah. Oh well. Yeah, yeah. But um, last game. Sorry, I know I've gone on for ages, but. Um, on Steam, and this is perfect for the lockdown, we found Tabletop Simulator. <laughs> this is so good because, like, it gives you uh, basically the whole game is just a blank table and it just yeah. says, Right, there you go, do what you want. So you can play any game you want with as long as there's a table involved, you can play it. So <laughs> think of any card game you want to play, you know, you can play it. Um, if you want to play Dungeons and Dragons, you can. If you want to play any obscure board game in the world, you can. Um, so we we found there's a game called Joking Hazard, which is an actual card game that you can buy online, and it's one of these like sort of rude sort of card games yeah. that have like do you, do you know what I mean? You you build like yeah. a comic panel out of these cards, and it's hilarious. So we we found a way to upload our cards into that game, into right. Tabletop Simulator. So we we just played this card game on it. So honestly, ten out of ten, man, it's such a cool game. Oh great! So you can yeah. play Monopoly, you can play Scrabble, you can play any tabletop game yeah it's brilliant but i mean the thing that's great about it as well because it has like physics as well so it's not just card games so um for instance if if you pick something up and throw it it will roll around as if you've thrown it you know so it has some basic sort of but the the reason that's good is because we found a subutio mod like do you remember subutio Yeah. yeah yeah so for anyone who doesn't know who's listening this this was like i think it was probably limited to britain only i can't imagine it was in the rest of the world but it was like a tabletop football or soccer um game with like these little little miniature players on like a little semicircle orb that they were standing on so they would like roll about um and you had to flick them into like scoring goals and move their positions it's you know it was massive here for quite a while so we found a mod for it where you can play that in Tabletop Simulator. <laughs> and it, it's brilliant because it works so well. It, like, it was actually perfect. Well, so, that it works better than real life because I remember having that. And you know the felt pitch that we had? Yeah. It, it seemed to wrinkled. And then our men stood on very small semicircle orbs. And uh, when it came to flipping, it was just that, oh, the ball... Didn't go away because the Velcro had a hole in it. Ah, you know oh, but I love that because like some football pitches are better than others, aren't they? So I mean, like it's a cheap one, but I'm sure it was it was uh, Mattel's or uh, yeah, I think it was Mattel made Fabutio. Maybe they didn't. Maybe maybe I've got it wrong. But it was it, it was the official Fabutio, and that's yeah. what we had. And I was I remember how that just, one. So maybe just to qualify what I'm saying there. Sorry, I wasn't criticizing your board at all. I just meant like in actual football pitches in real world, like like oh. you know, old Old Trafford's going to be pristine, isn't it? And then Exeter City is going to be like a mare of a pitch with like. <laughs> so I quite yeah. like your pitch was. Yeah. yeah. I think I want to correct you. Is it? <laughs> old Trafford's going to be pristine. 
the pitch probably is. I mean, I'm not talking about the state of the sports. No? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we, we can't praise the devil <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah. Okay, Anfield would be pristine. There we go. There you go, there you go. Anyway, that's it. Will Jenga work on that tabletop? Probably, yeah. It, it actually would be perfect for that because it's got the physics as well. It, I think it would be quite... Because, you know, ultimately you're controlling it all with your mouse. So yeah. there would be a serious element of mouse control, which might, oh. you know... Do you know what I mean? I can, I can imagine on Jenga if you pulled a block out but then had a slight twitch, <laughs> you'd send everything flying. But, you um, really can't leave your house with that type of game. Tabletop simulator. Wow, like the only thing you just can't do is have dinner by it. Or so, how does it? How, how do you? How does it work? Like, so you put the game on. Uh, there's a table there, or what? What? what That's literally. There's a table and there's a menu on the side. So you can either load in a custom game, or you can go through the millions of games that are on there and just pick one and play it. Um, and you start a session, invite your friends, and then you go. And if it's a card game, uh, whoever's hosting the session, they will deal the cards. Uh, you know, it's up to you whatever you do from there. So it doesn't hold your hand too much. Well, these but, games have uh, already made, like the come with the come with the tabletop simulator, or do or has someone gone out and, and, and built the games? I think both. So I mean, a lot of it, a lot of tabletop simulator comes with actual games. I'm not sure of the legalities, quite honestly, but um, like, but other ones are just modded. Like Sabuto is just a mod. So I mean. Um, someone just built that and you can just download it and put it in and it works uh, so yeah but it, I mean it's brilliant like we could play blackjack on it tonight you know like that's pretty cool we could play any any poker game you know like because the, the game doesn't hold you to any laws it's up to us to do that socially just like about, a normal card game what about Pictionary like, I suppose it's kind of table tennis but you're, you're table tennis yeah. You, you definitely could do that because you can draw on a table. You can draw and you can delete it, you know. So, you know, whoever's turning... We, we were doing a rudimentary version of that, actually, while someone went for a loo break. So the rest of us sort of panned our camera around so we're all facing the same point of view and one of us was drawing and one of us and the others were guessing. So you oh, could totally do a picture. Yeah. Oh. That's that. Just during the lockdown, is the absolute godsend. Brilliant game. It sounds like it, yeah. So... Wow. Okay. So guys, I'm sorry that went on for hours, and I do do apologize for that. That was awesome. That was awesome. Cheers. I don't know where the listeners are going to think that, but thank you, mate. When you say listeners, probably Sam, Will, Rosie doesn't listen to the gaming part. Uh, When if he's bored. Yeah, maybe like maybe I think Sam and Doctor Will and your and. Win, your friend, who was so faithful to our podcast that he listened to it after a telephone call. Is that right? So. That was Win, yeah. Maybe you listened to the legend. Anyway, I hope you're keeping well through this lockdown. Uh, yeah, so I think, yeah, anyway, I'm sure our listeners will. Yeah, who wants to go next? I'll, I'll go next go because then. Um, oh, oh. mine's a lot shorter. Oh, okay. I, I imagine yours is long. Uh, no, well, okay, that came out wrong. Anyway, um, so I've just been on my um, Nintendo Switch Switch Lite, and um, I've been going through the Mega Drive collection. Um, nice. I, I did revisit Streets of Rage 2. I still struggle with it. 
it's a hard platform, it's a very hard platform, mm. and uh, my finger keeps seizing up, so I have to keep putting it down. Anyway, I've not had no joy in that, but I'm, I'm determined in my lifetime to complete that game. You know what, Rips? <clears throat> Just on that, I found my Mega Drive today, you know. If you want to play it, like, Streets of Rage on a, on a Mega Drive, like, with the, with the Mega Drive pad, you're welcome to, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll just try that. Bring it down, we'll, we'll plug it in. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, we'll do. It, it maybe might make a difference. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. It's just the hardest game ever. Um, so on Mega Drive Collection, Golden Axe. Do you guys mm. remember where? Um, where you? Oh, you probably say Golden Axe. Sorry. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Right. That... They, they, they kept their dragon. <laughs> 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 that was Yoda. It was really making the sound. Remember the that big debate the sound of it. The dragon things that you sit on. Yeah. And yeah, and blow apart and fire But then your enemies can smack you off it and then sit on your dragon and doesn't make mm-hmm. that Yeah. So um that dragon lizard thing's in it and you know, we can kind of use it to flip switch and whack people with its tail. Absolutely mm-hmm. love that it brought back yeah, memory. Yeah. I've played Collins and Collins oh, Three. I love Collins. And you know what? I it's it's the mood, the music, the mood, the simplicity mm-hmm. of it, and you you play it until you die, really. So, mm-hmm. you know, until it beats you, and it always does beat you. Um, I played Words with Friends, and that was introducing Rosie to it, and I won very well in some cases, and I lost badly. Doctor Sam seemed to have played that his whole life, and mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, let's not talk about that. I suppose. Because um, <laughs> I understand you two had a bit of a rivalry over that, didn't you? Words with friends is Scrabble, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and oh my gosh, Sam is like, you know, like hundreds of points ahead of you, and then he's like, yeah. he's like, oh yeah, great, 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 you're very good at this. I'm like, thanks, okay, go. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, I did play Broforce with Sam, and um, oh, yeah. that was a lot of fun. It was, it's a great laugh, you know, like he never played it before, and it was just. He goes, I don't know what's going on in this game. And it was just a wicked laugh. Like, even his wife found it funny. Um, mm-hmm. That was very brief. So it was nice revisiting Broforce. Um, I played Comic Zone on the Me- Mega Drive. Oh, Rubes, really? Yeah. That's yeah. one of my favourite ever games. No way. I played it very briefly, though. I mean, it is a very original game. I don't know why it was brief. It was a very original concept, like how you can go into each scene and do whatever. And... Yeah, I, I did enjoy it for its place. I don't know why I didn't carry that on. It was maybe like... Oh, Bruce, please carry on, because oh. can, if, I, if I may, like that game blew my mind as a kid, because when I got the box, it came yeah. with a CD of the music on it. Like, they yeah. had, like... Because it has that sort of nirvana grungy sort of feel, doesn't it, the music? Yeah. yeah like, it had a, a CD of the actual proper music in it. Um, and then, like, um, you know how you can use three items in it? Do you remember yeah. that bit? Like, you yeah, can pick yeah. three items. Yeah. Um, like I didn't realize, but you could, because like with like a normal pad, like yeah. the normal Mega Drive pad, you've only got three buttons. Um, but if you were to get like a six-button pad, which they brought out for Street Fighter, you could use the extra three buttons for the items. So I deliberately got that pad just for that game. <laughs> but hey. it, yeah, uh, but it's such a great game, man. Honestly, like uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it more time because I only gave it two evenings. There were like two solid evenings on it, mm-hmm. but it's it's like the three was developing. But then I just moved on because I think it was like, you know, the way the Mega Drive collection is, it's, pre- it's, it's, it's entrance screen. You just think, oh, actually, let me play another game. or mm. let me that. That. I will go back to that, definitely, now that you've said it. But, yeah, very original. And I'm surprised that there's been nothing new like it. 
Mm -hmm. you know? True. Why, haven't, why haven't they revisited that concept? But yeah. Anyway, um, I played Flicky as well. Oh, nice. What do you think about? It, it, it's really like you play it thinking, wow, this is a game for four-year-olds. But it's actually really <laughs> hard. It's so frustrating. You know, you're just thinking, ah, oh, how did that happen? You know, how did that thing jump on me? I could have just jumped. It's all about your reflexes. And I think yeah. now you can be a champion at that because, you know. I doubt it. You're the spider monkey, not me. What, what, what do you do there? So, Flicky, basically, you're like this little flying chip, chicken type thing. And then there's these... Um, Is it a 2D platform or what? It's a 2D platform, very cartoony. And you've got all these platform things. And you've got to go and tag these other chicks and release them. And they run towards the door. And then you've got these foxes. That sounds like Sonic. It, it's very, it, it looks, but it's far more basic. It's kind of like, you know, Super Mario, but a very basic level of that. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's all about, so, you know, you, you go jump on this platform, and then there's the, you know, the body comes and jumps on yours, and, and it's, it's not even like a threatening thing, it's like a fox or something like that, you know, and it just hops on yours, and it's very happy looking, non-threatening, but the minute it touches you, then you, you're, it's game over, you know? Mm. And you, your whole job is to release all these chicks and things. You know, the minute you touch them, they run out the door. And yeah, so it's just so frustrating that if you can't get that, um, if you, if you don't get far in it. So I have spent a bit of time on that, but then yeah, uh, moved on. I played Toe Jam and Earl in Panic on Funkatron. <laughs> oh my I god! Love it, 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 it is the title, and it's even the characters. I mean, it's such a random, it's a 2D platform, very cartoony again. It's, it's kind of like, it's like SpongeBob SquarePants, but the... Yeah, you, I see that. Yeah, you know, it's the spacey version of it. And it, you're kind of playing, and you, you find them really funny, the expressions of each, like, like you're called Tojan. And even like you know, the psychedelic background mm -hmm. and the music, you're kind of appreciating all that. But it's just, I got bored of pressing up on every tree, looking behind it. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. I wanted it to move faster for what it was. You know? I think mean, it's very slow. Slow, to move. slow to move. Yeah. So I, it, it was fun. It was very entertaining, very cartoony. It's an iconic game, isn't it? Now it's like one of the oh, oh, iconic oh, yeah. games. Yeah. And, and it's nice and lighthearted. Like, you know, you've got a character, character called Tojan. And then Earl. Exactly, yeah. You're in a place called Funkatron. Um, <laughs> I went very retro. So I went back to the NES classics. Um, I played Eliminator Boat Duel. I've never heard of that. It's a racing boat game, and um, it's kind of like you know, you know. So it, like you were talking about earlier on, now like you take a really sharp turn. How will the uh, how will the boat react? Kind of thing. Except you're on a speedboat. And many times I caught up with the person I was well, the, the game that was the computer when I was racing it. And annoyingly, it just I just never, ever won. You know, just in the back of your mind, you're like, I have to just complete it once. <laughs> yeah. Even, so, what, sorry, finish it. Even though a very retro racing boat game, but with very basic two-bit graphics, it was just... Two-bit. <laughs> yeah, like very, very... Uh, very pixelated, but you know, this is this is mm -hmm. NES, you know, this is very yeah. early on, like pre Mario, I think. Is it like an overhead view? Or? No, so you're it's, it's, you're you're in the you're kind of you're third person, but you see the back of the boat and you see okay. it racing yeah. through your. Wow, well, it's quite quite advanced for NES, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Give it a go, guys. Eliminated boat duel. I think you guys would probably be better than I am at it. Um, 
Yeah, super ghouls and ghost snares again. Oh my gosh, that's the hardest ever. That yeah. is. It's so annoying that you just get have to get hit twice. It's like because you know when you get so many times, I got quite far, and um, I still had the armor on. But the minute your armor comes, <laughs> you're just disheartened. That's one of the most like legendary games ever. So, oh, that that sort of moment of like, oh man, I've lost my armor. I know exactly what you mean. And then you have to get all the way back to the beginning. And it's brutal. You know, and and I thought, is it one of those games where I don't know where the save point is, like I did with Shovel Knight? And um, oh, I was yeah. but Super this is merciless. You know, it's really merciless. And mm. you know, I, I I still love the the get the music the way the ghouls were my reflexes were getting better but i was just like no this is really hard it's just so hard for those of you who don't know for the listeners because because remember this, these games are like really old this is 90 probably three or something like that yeah, yeah. Out. Um, it's a 2d platformer yeah. and it's made by uh, capcom and it was one of the greatest games at that time but what i mean it's like hard as nails it's literally the hardest nails as ruby was saying you get two lives you play as king arthur don't you Yes, yes. That's King Arthur, yeah. Raj, didn't you say that it was an arcade machine originally and um, it was deliberately made so hard to keep people playing it? (laughs) Yeah, I I don't remember that, but it wouldn't surprise me. Mm, Okay, I heard that somewhere about that game. Because it's been on multiple platforms over the years. It's been ported from console to console. And um, I think, I think, I might be wrong, correct me if I am, but... Um, it started out on an arcade machine, and that's why it was so hard because it was just to keep people putting ten cents in. Like, you know, oh, I gotta try that again. You know, probably made so much money. It's really addictive. That's the problem. Mm. I, I, I'm still playing it. I still enjoy it. But oh my gosh, it's hard, and you know, it, it, it is merciless. You know, going right back to something. Ah, you know, <laughs> yeah. So is that? I'm still playing it. Vector Man, I absolutely love Vector Man 1 and 2. Wow. Just, it's ahead of its get its time. The graphics, the, the, just, I, I just love its world. You know, again, this is a 2D, I'm, I'm all about 2D platforms. This is very old school for all the listeners. And this is mm. Mega Drive we're talking about, the console for time, or this is SNES or, or NES. So Vector Man, I never played before, didn't hear of it because I didn't have a Mega Drive. Absolutely love Vector Man, but again, very hard. Um, I love I love its space age and its music. What, what is it again? Is it a two D? I don't remember. It's a two D one, and you're this kind of machine robot man who's made out of all these ovals, and you move very swiftly. You've got to shoot things ahead of you. It's like you're surrounded by a world of technology. Your adversaries can be flying. You've got to collect all these flying discs. You're yeah, basically you're on this random planet as such. Uh, and uh, very, yeah, very spacey, very technology, very. I enjoyed the the visuals <coughs> mostly. Um, that, was, um, that was another one that was like famed, like along with Donkey Kong, it had like th- um, approaching 3D graphics for the first yeah. time ever in gaming. So yeah. it was uh, a big advance that was. It was very impressive, I thought. Mm. Then there was dreams. Uh, Raj, you might want to also chat about this. So. Um, I mentioned before I'm working on large music videos and uh, Dreams and, and Dr. Will, you might enjoy this game. So Dreams is, oh, I remember playing it twice, I think, was it two games I think, mm. gave it time? And then I got so frustrated that I 
I WhatsApp on the game card, WhatsApp group going, right, I need to vent. I need to <laughs> I remember that. I'm so annoyed. So anyway, basically, this is my experience. So I switched Creams on, and Creams is basically a world where you get to build your own world, you can make music videos, you can make your own games, and you get to see the libraries, and you get to share your world that you've created. Because it's your dream, it's your world, you can do anything you want. And it's got a massive catalogue of what people have made. People have made things like amazing, like mm, music. So jump in this bit. Yeah. yeah. So so I'll play this bit as this bit of it as well, not as much as Ruby, because she was doing the tutorial to make to find out how to do how to do the music videos. But guys, when I mean people have the stuff people have made in this, it's imagine Minecraft on steroids. Really? Wow. So, wow. Literally, I've seen a version of Sonic Adventure on there. Do you remember yeah. Sonic Adventure on the Dreamcast? Yeah, I remember, yeah. Someone managed to recreate that in 3D, exactly Sonic. The graphics are like probably um, uh, Xbox 360 quality. Wow. And literally the stuff, some people have made 3D a 3D version of Mario World. That's, That's crazy. No way. They've made that on there. There's... There's, there's Wallace and Gromit. There's Wallace and Gromit. There's games on the people. People are just making these. I don't know how they're doing it because I'm just investigating the game. We're just starting off, but people are doing these games in there and with proper yeah. 3D mechanics. That's crazy. We watched this music video where this guy basically it was very basic, but it's kind of like you can tell he enjoys mixing and things like that. Yeah. And he basically made this character who has a beard first and goes, "Oh, if I have a shave, then all the girls will like me." And then this big giant. Cartoon Razor comes along, really looking, has a chat with him. Then they play this really funky tune. The figure of the man dances the most hilarious dance. I mean, you know, we just burst out laughing, think, can't hmm. believe that's what the stick man's doing, mm. you know. Like, it was just hilarious. And, uh, yeah, it was like the guy really, whoever made it, really enjoyed themselves. Like, people made this jazz music. Yeah, because yeah. It's built into there now, you've got, you've got a sequencer. Right, wow. wow. Where you can actually make your own music in the game. No way. It's just phenomenal. You, you, you think to yourself, it's, it's, you could probably get like lost in it if, if you mm. want. You can build your own world, basically, right wow. from scratch. Wow. You build your own visuals. You've got like a video timeline. So it's like a, it's like a movie editor, music editor, all built in one. So And, and also, you've got another library of things that are already made. But if you want to put an Aztec temple in there, for example, you've got different bits of an Aztec temple. You want to put the Eiffel Tower in there. You want to put Super Mario cubes in there. You want to put, you name it, you can put it in there. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know how they're doing it, or, or I don't know how they, they get the, uh, you know, the, um, uh, what's the word, the skins for it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how they do that part, but people, I've seen, like, literally, when you, when I saw Sonic Adventure, I was, like, blown away. I was actually moving, like, like, like Sonic, like Sonic. So I can tell you wow. what, what people yeah. were doing was they, you've got tools to sculpt. So I, I started the tutorials and um, you've got, you, you've got um, ready-made stuff, you know, from your library and you can unlock those. Um, and then you, you know, you're taught how to place them, how to, you can make them whatever size, you can make them connect. And um, you can even, you've got tools of people, you can sculpt the people's faces. It does take a lot of time. So like Dr. Will, who's, who's already spending a lot of time on Minecraft. I think <laughs> You need that kind of patience. You need that kind of fiddliness. Like, I yeah. found, yeah. You, you know, I find making models in real life, part of the architecture degree I was doing, that was hard enough, but you do it, making models via your console, you know, sculpting bits of the face and, you know, poking this bit, you know, 
there's a lot of all that you've got to do. Mm. Um, So anyway, I got frustrated and I basically wanted to throw the control on the side and have a hissy fit because the annoying thing is the entrance bit. You get these two eyes with like, it hasn't got a bindi in the middle, but it's like got a very... We don't, we don't know what bindi's. Oh, okay. Uh, Indians wear a, Indians wear a, dot, a decorative dot on their forehead. Uh, yeah, not, well, I don't, but you know what I mean. Anyway, um, well, yeah, if I'm going to a wedding or something, and if I choose to, but then some, often I don't. Anyway, um, so, he, you know, you've got these, these eyes, and it's got this annoying teacher, teaching assistant type voice. You know, like, if you ever work for school and the teaching assistant's like, Oh, that's brilliant. Well done, you know. <laughs> you're, you're an adult and this person's talking to you like that. Or, or when I've worked at something. Super patronising. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And, like, yeah, you're going to create your whole world. And I just felt I had to listen to this voice. I had to live, go through the whole intro sequence. And I was like, I just want to play. I just want to build the world. Let me stuff already. And um, I felt I had to go through all the tutorials. I had to go through – it, it gave – there were 84 or like 90 tasks that I had to go through first. What? Exactly. And I was really oh, wow. frustrated. Like one was, okay, we'll show you how to select your uh, object and then place it in your space. We'll show you how to um, resize the item. We'll show you how to, which are useful in itself. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh, just let me have a fiddle and get on with it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just try it. Exactly. And I was like, okay, because... Me currently working on Rise music video, I'm trying to do an animation and it's taking long. And we mm. thought, okay, let's try and do a music video via this way, you know. Because no one's doing that now, imagine that. Let's, like... have, it, let's have a look at this, you know, mm. what we can achieve. And um, I started the tutorial and I felt like knots come in my shoulders. I was thinking, I can't stand this annoying lady's voice. <laughs> I can't stand that I have to go through. It's like it's holding my hand, I don't have my freedom. I'm not enjoying this. I had a big old hissy frame in front of Raj. And um, so anyway, I was like, oh, Raj, you know, seriously, okay, I will dedicate time to this, but honestly, I really am fed up with this. Raj took two minutes, literally, and he basically found the way of how you bypass all those flipping tutorials. And, just get them. <laughs> and I, I basically, <laughs> and I said, I really hate you. Why do you know how to do that? You're so annoying. Oh, and, and basically, all he did, he came and just had an extra fat round and found the way around to no, do that. No, because I went in there and I said, well, surely, I said to Ruby, surely you should be able to exit the game. And because she, she's in the main, because you know how you have different modes in games now? Mm-hmm. She was in the actual gameplay mode of the game. I said, surely you should be able to exit and go to the tutorial, like where you can make videos. And she goes, no, I've tried, I can't do it. This I, left. Know, I went, I went, I went. <laughs> Googled it. So, right? I started watching YouTube videos, but it was dead boring. I, even this one guy was ranting on Reddit about how he's fed up with it, and I was just like, oh. So anyway, I went there, I just pressed the exit button, and <laughs> stop laughing now. Yeah, I wasn't no, laughing. Was laughing. <laughs> yeah, I went in there, then I went. So I was like trying to be like supportive because Ruby's really angry at this moment, it's frustrating. Like. <laughs> I already tried that and she clearly hadn't but she was frustrated <laughs> so uh, let me try this and come out there she goes no I've already been there go on do that go on that's the thing do that 
do this. Yeah, yeah, go do it, do it. I've done that. And I went, <laughs> she probably got mistaken because she was frustrated. But I just <laughs> went, into the, went into the bit, showed her, here, this is where you make it. I don't know how to do it because you know more. You played the game a bit more than me. And then he passed me the controller yeah. back and then he kind of walked up two steps, you know. Just save the day. I just go in there. And then in the exit thing, there's loads of tutorial videos on how to, how to make each bit. So, I thought, I don't want to do all the cheesy tasks. Like one of the tasks... Yeah, she didn't have to do go, that. Go and like, oh, like three people's videos and go and make friends. I was like, I don't do this cheesy thing where you're telling me to go and make friends. Mm, yeah. Cheesy, annoying game. But she didn't have to do that. I didn't have oh, to. Oh, Reeves, bless you, man. That voice. I hate that voice. Why did they pick a girl who's so patronising? Well done, you're a superstar. You're great. It's like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and then the thing is, we had a domestic, like, because... <laughs> she was doing that furious at me for no reason. I hate you. For no reason. I didn't say I hate you. I just, I you just did it. Like, if you rewind this podcast just, just a few minutes, it was. <laughs> yeah, well, I no, I didn't say I hate you. I didn't mean I hate you. Like, how do you know how to do all this stuff? And I don't. Seriously, what is it? What is this? Because you've got this whole, I know how, I'm Raj and I know how to do all this fluffy stuff. I've never said that. Well, you've got this Have I ever said that now? You, you haven't said it, no. but you've got about it. You know what I mean? It's like. Do I come across that way now? Yeah. Where no I it's yes. not that you come across like it. It's just you, you are it. You, that's how you are. That's why you're such a good technician, because you've got this natural, inquisitive, logical not... way of looking at things. And... You bring out with, well, actually, you know, it's kind of like, see me playing, and, you know, you well, actually, that moment. See, I'm playing going, this is how you play, this is really frustrating. And you came in going, well, actually, it's not. This is the way you go. To be honest, like, I think, because part of it might be because, like, maybe Raj is used to, like, Happy. sort of, no, no, like some games these days have that. And like, you know, tutorials in games has been a, a long standing issue of debate because some games force you to, you know, or used to force you to do the tutorial bit before you let you play it. And it was really frustrating. And like, I think we've gone through that phase where <clears throat> games have sort of in incorporated it into the gameplay. So now you just do the first few levels and the tutorials worked into it, like yeah. how to jump, how to do this. So I think Raj is probably coming to it from a place where he knows there's got to be an exit option on this somewhere. Whatever it is, I haven't played it since, right? Because I just, <laughs> I don't know, that's right. <laughs> you know what it is? Imagine, right? So you're sat at home, you've done your day's work, and you're thinking, right, here's the evening to learn something and enjoy myself and get ahead with Ryan's video. And I just stressed myself out that evening. And it was oh, funny. Oh, I could have gone so out to the so garden and enjoyed the sun. I just got fat and had this horrible lady talk to me. <laughs> Yeah. It sounds awesome though. Sounds, the game sounds incredible. Like, uh, is, is that PlayStation only? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's made by Media Molecules. Another guy who did um, uh, Sackboy. What game was Sackboy? Oh, that Sack thing. Yes. Um, what was it? Oh, what can I remember the game? Do you know what I'm about though? Now, the, the three, I do. Little Big Panic. Little Big Panic. That's it. Yeah, well, I remember. Yeah, so it was the guys who made that. So this is the next project, and. It, it basically it's blown everything away in terms of creativity. Wow. Doing it. It's just, it's crazy. It's not like, you know how like in Minecraft, you've got the one world, that's that's it. Mm -hmm. This, you can build your world from scratch. Full mm -hmm. on 3D world. And, it seems, and when I saw Sonic on there, when I saw Mario on there, I thought, like, like some person built Mario 64 on there. <laughs> that's you know, mad. That's some person built that. I, I, I don't know what the copyright thing is going to sort of uh, uh, factors are into that, but... The yeah. fact that someone's done that on there is crazy now. It's mad that you can do that. Yeah, that's incredible. And it's kind of it's got 
a YouTube element. You've got loads of likes on some. You've got loads yeah. of viewers. You've got loads of subscribers. Mm, you know, one of the best ones had like a. It was like a you know a bombing type. Uh, it was like a. It was a game where you were in a lift and you had to dispose of a bomb or something like that. You know, mm. it was the attention to detail. You're in the skyscraper. You've got this background music. It's very 3D. <laughs> I didn't play that one, but yeah, you know, no, I went to it. It was great. It was great. And like you know, you have this time limit. And, and you do, you do wonder how have these people worked all this information into mm. this world? That's I'll never understand that. Like modders and people who do all that, like where do they find the time to do this? Like yeah, exactly, yeah. they clearly do. You know, like so even the Sonic one, like you'd be dead impressed mm. by that. It was. I know just, that is amazing. It was amazing. So we had this idea now, anyway. Back to the thing, because like this is a new tool now. So imagine we can do a music video using the tools and that. So like, mm, yeah, like ad, ad, animated video like using game characters and stuff like, build <laughs> for that. Be so, amazing, so cool. Yeah. That's why Ruby's gonna sort of once she's I think she's got over the, the tutorial episode now. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only joking. It, it can happen to anyone, can't it? Really, uh, that that kind of thing. So I was just messing around with it, but I was like, I didn't sympathise with it, but it was quite funny at the same time. No, it was funny because yeah, because I just came there and I thought, all right, just press that, press this button, exit. And <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but Raj, I bet you do that in your job day to day. I mean, I know I have no, similar instances actually, where like, you just, no, no, I know you do. I know you do. Well, that makes that you don't. That makes me feel so much better. I don't. You don't do it on a day. No, because we've got this technician called Sam, right? He's, he's got, and boy, he's like the, he's like the most, the best, Sam, if you listen to this, he's like the best technician or, or IT, IT guy I've ever met. Wow. What I mean, like, he's, what I mean, he knows, like, literally everything about everything, you know, in wow. IT. And I was oh like, yeah, he's, he's the guy's. You know, it reminds me of um, um, now of Ken. Really? Wow. Okay. Better Very than you've you got like amazing customer service skills. <laughs> right. Ken's amazing, but this guy, like, he, he's he, like Sam will actually train me. He'll take the time out and show me step by step, That's very really painstakingly, good. really nicely, like very patiently. Wow. So, all credit to Sam, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. But anyway, Ruby, you finished or? Yeah, pretty much. All After right. that, I think I'm finished with life. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so um, I've got quite a bit to go through now. And you, there's bits you've missed out now, which I want you to jump back on. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. First thing I want to mention is, is sort of gaming, but I saw the PS5 tech demo. Have you seen that yet? No, uh, no I've heard about it. I've not seen the PS5 one. Wow. The, basically it's the new unreal engine so they mm -hmm. show uh how what what a ps5 game could potentially look like because mm -hmm. it was this uh a tech demo was uh, uh 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 was was running on a ps5 wow right and the lighting it was like it's nothing like you think how can the graphics get better but mm -hmm. they, they were explaining on what the lighting does and the, the way a character moves it was like i was like i was like gobsmacked really so, wow yeah it was crazy now the the whole the development the, what they were showing like you know how you got a statue mm -hmm. right they had these hundreds of these statues and each statue was like had the same amount of detail in it you can go wow. up to it it's like beautiful and it's, oh, it's crazy now <clears throat> yeah just, just phenomenal so that's the big so i'm really looking forward to the next gen um and i think like coming close i think we should do um uh, maybe 
if we're still doing this and we're still here and the pandemic has, hasn't killed everyone, <laughs> uh, maybe in September or, or October, we should do like the best uh, top 10 games of the last generation, like yeah. each, uh, uh, Xbox and PS4 and, and, and Switch. Um, I don't know whether you can't Switch, because Switch has got their own generational cycle, haven't they? That's and true, the, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, so that, that and it's made me really look forward to the new Xbox and new new PlayStation. Of course, I really can't wait. Um, uh, the other thing, this Thursday, um, if you're, uh, I think we're on Sunday, the 31st of May, this mm-hmm. Thursday, I think there's a PS5 re- reveal. Oh, nice. Yeah, on Thursday, I think it's, it's on YouTube, so that's going to be worth watching. Anyway, so the games I've played, um, Dreams, which were talked about with Ruby, I've, I've already touched it. The only thing I did was look at the games that people have already made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is like, oh, whoa, is that quite quite mind blowing? But let's go back right down to the um, uh, start of lockdown. So I started playing Red Dead Redemption Two again. Nice. So, again, what did you think of that? You know, it's one of those games where I come back to. It's just mm-hmm. so slow. Like uh, I don't know whether I explained it in the last mm-hmm. podcast. At times, it's so slow in terms of um, the control scheme. I think it's it's like playing at a snail's pace. And mm-hmm. I, I honestly think that the game's overrated. And the game's amazing in the sense of like the what the game world and what yeah, you what do. you can do. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. But the control scheme's so like it's almost like you're playing like GTA Three. If you go mm, back and wow. play GTA Three, you'll find the controls really clunky. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, it's good. It's, it's a great game, great story. You're really immersed into it. Great characters, quite funny at times, but it's it's just ah. I found this with the first one, Red Dead One. Um, yeah, I, I, I really tried to get into it, but it was just so ponderous. Like moving about was like really slow, and I hated yeah. that. Like, as beautiful as the game is, like you kind of just want to get there and. It's not the same for me. Like with GTA, like there's massive worlds to traverse, but um, you can you can always just nip in someone's car, steal a car, there's a car parked, whatever yeah. you need, and you can just get there. Whereas this, if you lose your horse, you're walking, mate. It's <laughs> it's a long, yeah, long. You've got that. You got that in this as well. But I think you, I've got you got you got that in this. But you can just nick someone's horse. Okay. Yeah, but and um, in between, there's a lot of stuff in there. It, it looks like. It, it, it looks quite sparse compared to like GTA Three, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Uh, where it's like there's no like you know there's you've got like bits of the road where there's nothing on there. Well, you mm. think there's nothing on there, but if you go and explore, you're bound to find something, which is pretty. I see. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah, it is, it is pretty cool. So that's my still my opinion on that. I'm still going to pick it back up and carry on playing. Uh, but I've got so much to play now, and I've been going through <laughs> so much stuff. Um, you know, <laughs> the other thing I started was I bought, I think for, I had a bit of credit left on my um, Switch. You know when you buy a game, you get the got uh, a point, a goal points, don't you? And you can use it for uh, as discountables of the games. Okay, right. I didn't realize that. <laughs> did you buy a new, oh, if, did you buy your uh, Animal Crossing cartridge? No, I bought the, um, on, from the online store on the you, Switch. You, you can still redeem it. I'm pretty sure you can redeem the points, and basically you get like um, uh, you get um, uh, what's going to say um, you you get like one or two pound towards your next game. Oh, I see. Okay, kind of like right. this emerging thing, which is really I really love that idea. Where if you, if you buy a game brand new on Fair State, or even if you buy it at the store, you get you get money back. 
decent, yeah. So I had a, I had a few pound on my thing. So I bought Final Fantasy VII because I knew the remake was coming out. No, no way. Set on the Switch, and it's it's amazing on the Switch because you can play. Because I've got the normal Switch, you can play it on portable, or you can play it on the TV as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, 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 sorry. We, sorry, no. I was just sorry to. I was just going to ask which Final Fantasy is it. So it's it's obviously not the new one. It's the original yeah, Final Fantasy. Yeah, original Final Fantasy VII. Mm, right. So I'm playing that, and, it, and it's still such an iconic game because i know that's what that was one of your favorite games isn't it like the one that yeah. one of the ones that had the biggest impact on you as a gamer yeah and, and and what they've done to it they've they've um uh they've made it a bit more playable and in the sense of that you can skip random battles oh wow you can uh yeah you can speed up battles you can you can make you you know you have a limit break Yes. Yeah, you can keep a limit breaker full, so you can keep doing those special moves. I don't do that <laughs> because it just kills the enjoyment of the game. Yeah, that, that's I, a bit sort of. I do. If if I find what what I normally do as, as I'm playing, if I find that I keep getting random battles, I just switch it off. Mm. I don't mind the random battles like once in a while, but if I if, if I'm trying to the, the, the where it's annoying, like say trying to find an exit somewhere. Yeah. I just want to find the exit. You keep getting random battle in between. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. That, that's where I switch it off. Random mm. I, no, I get that. It's nice to have the choice. It really is because yeah. I mean, yeah, they've done a great job, and, and and I'm really enjoying that game. I want to get back to it. I've completed up to the bit where the the the, the remake starts. But anyway, yeah, so that's that, and it still still holds up. Still a great game. If you haven't played Final Fantasy VII, so I got that for about a pound fifty. Wow. Yeah, because I only paid a pound fifty. Had about it was on discount. It's normally seven quid, so it was on discount for about two three quid. I had about one pound fifty left in my credit. I bought that. That's awesome. That's really good. Yeah, so that was a great deal on the Switch. The Switch has got some great deals at the moment. Like, when I mean £1.50 games for, like, really some decent games, mm. it's, it's, it reminds me of the mobile generation, but you got you got fully-fledged actual wicked games. Right. The other thing we played now was Halo 2. Forgot, I forgot to mention that, didn't you? Oh, yes, I did. That would, seems like ages ago. Yeah, but it was during the lockdown. Uh, was uh, it no way yeah because we didn't pay we didn't mention this in the, on the previous podcast i don't think we did anyway is this when sam was doing it okay. no no this is a different we're going to mention that in a second right sorry. so we played <laughs> about that as well. yeah now let me play like this was on the easter weekend wasn't it yes that's right yeah yeah it was lockdown yeah yeah so remember you and me played hello too so you can jump in with this one so i think uh me and now was playing this and Oh, the original one, well, we completed the original Halo. I think that was the last session, wasn't it? No. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Which is fantastic. We love that, the, the last minute thing you did. <laughs> that was brilliant, yeah. Yeah. So this one, I think when we were playing it, because what, what, what was, why did we have to drop the difficulty? Because we were playing it in Legendary originally, weren't we? Yes, we were. And there was no restarts or something. There was something really brutal where, like, um, they changed it so that, if you you couldn't respawn your character basically like i think in the first one if you got if if the surviving character got somewhere safe the countdown would start until the other one could respawn and then you could carry on but then it changed it on this so that yes yes if one of you die both of you die was that wasn't it oh yeah yeah that's right yeah if one of you die both of you die whereas the other one you, the other character can carry on so when we dropped it to heroic like one difficulty less it was all right wasn't it yeah, actually, it was too easy in a sense. Like, yeah. we were just walking through that game for fun. Like, I actually forgot that it was on that difficulty. Yeah, it just, just felt like we were playing on easy or normal or something. Mm. But yeah, 
It's still a great game, wasn't it, Hill? I really enjoyed it because yeah, especially playing with you, we had a good laugh, good time. Definitely, we need to pick that up, man. Yeah, definitely. The other thing we tried, do you remember now? Uh, you and I both tried was uh, Call of Duty Warzone. We played with Sam. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, what did you think of that? Uh, I'm not a big fan of Call of Duty. I actually, I actually really can't stand like the mechanics in it and all that. Um, like playing online, you can see that is where you know, like gaming has like a bad reputation in terms of like yes. <clears throat> playing online. I think that's where it comes from because uh, it's it's super hostile and uh, people you can see people just put their whole life into it and they're so good at it. Um, it was a great game. I think technically, like it's beautiful. It's really pretty. Really great graphics. Um, I just, I think the last Call of Duty I played was on PlayStation Two or something. So it's been a while since I properly played one. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't really. I enjoyed jumping on with you guys, but I, I didn't really enjoy the game as such. I didn't like the mechanics. Um, and and because we played like that sort of Fortnite ripoff mode, didn't we? Where like yeah, yeah. there's like a zone that's decreasing and you have to stay safe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I enjoy that because with you guys, but by myself, I wouldn't enjoy it. I would never play it on my own. Yeah. But, but because there was three of us, I did enjoy it in the sense mm-hmm. of like, it was like an adventure. We brought all three of us on and we're looking, watching for each other's backs sort mm-hmm. of thing. I, I, I enjoyed that part of it. Yeah, definitely agree. Yeah, it was, it's a laugh. Like, I mean, that we had that one, I mean, I screenshotted it, but that, that bit where Sam was on the dressing table, right, where uh, we were in an apartment building, weren't we? And like, we could hear yeah. someone underneath us. Um, so we took up tactical positions and just waited for them to burst through the door and we would have taken them out. Um, but in a way, it was funnier that no one came through the door, so we were just waiting for ages. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, that amazing bit now, there's one bit I really enjoyed in that game where, where I was up the stairs, you two had died, and these guys are coming in, right? And I just kept blasting them from the top because I, I had the upper, the higher, higher limit, the, the higher advantage. I don't remember that. Which bit was that? Yeah, we was in this house once, and uh, oh yeah, 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 and you were looking down the stairs. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember, yeah, that was awesome. They had yeah, no idea might, you were there, and like when they finally clocked on, they couldn't stuff you anyway. <laughs> yeah, that that was pretty. Because I'm normally rubbish in online games, so I enjoyed that because there were three of us. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and that bit reminded me of uh, 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 Revenge of the Sith. Don't be so arrogant because you're on the higher ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lower ground. Do you remember that bit? There, that? Yeah, so, of course, man. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was cool. It was on. Um, I wouldn't play it myself. If, I've, if I'm playing with you, maybe I'd play. But I'd rather play Halo 2. Mm, same. Yeah, like co-op, proper co-op. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, maybe. Uh, yeah. Uh, would, would, you, would you play that again? If you guys were on, yeah, but I mean, truthfully, I, I didn't think we would, so I've, I've uninstalled it. <laughs> I forgot yeah, about it. Now it's a hundred gig download, which is crazy, which is ridiculous. So I, I just sort of, I just sort of delete it as well. But anyway, uh, uh, the other game I bought uh, was Final Fantasy VII Remake. So I bought this along with another game, with Days Gone, which I'm going to talk about later. <laughs> but I didn't play as much. Of Final Fantasy VII Remake because I've been playing more Days Gone, which, sure, sounds, yeah. which sounds stupid because that's a brand new game. But Ruby likes sort of. She, I, said, I said to Ruby, I said I'll buy this another time. Like, but she doesn't have right now. So that's it. Yeah, it is amazing. Like, like basically the game is. I think I talked about it in the last podcast because I played the demo. 
So I've got past it. It's it, the mechanics are real time this time, but you can pause it. So you, I think you hit L1 or R2, and you can sort of uh, you have limit breaks, and you can do the what kind of moves you want. But mm-hmm. I'll talk probably talk about it later once I've got back into it. But okay. Okay. they've opened the game quite a bit. Rather mm-hmm. than Final Fantasy VII, they've added so many bits to it. So it's not just a remake. They've fleshed out the characters. They've made each of the more characters more interesting. Each of the little bits that were in the Final Fantasy VII uh, original, they've just <laughs> expanded it so much. Right, okay. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's pretty cool, I've got to say. It's, One thing, I've got a couple of mates who play that, and they, they were big fans. Like you, they were big fans of like the original and yeah. uh, played the whole series. But apparently, and I don't know if this is spoilers, so I mean, I, I don't know if I... But like... In terms of this, this might be a series of games. They might have stretched it. It is. It is. So basically, they've done. You know the section that I finished. So the first eight to ten hours of the game, of the original game. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII. This is that. Okay. Right. Expanded the whole like this thing called Midgar, the city. They've mm-hmm. made based it on the city, so they made uh, uh, the whole uh, t- first ten hours, eight eight to ten hours of the game into a forty hour a forty hour game. Yeah. Wow, what, what do you think of that? Does that work? Or at the moment, it, it, it's pr- pretty impressive now because when you play the original, then you go back and think, "Oh, this is amazing!" And because they, they fleshed everything out, it's, mm. not, it's like uh, either that, or you could have made like a a five hundred hour game. Oh, I see what you mean, right? Yeah, uh, the whole like, thing. Yeah, if they fleshed out the whole thing like this and made a five hundred hour game, we could five hundred hour game. By that, I mean all the side missions and everything as well. I think yeah. on its yeah. own, it's going to be a 40-hour game, like if you just play the main mission. Yeah, but if you if you got if you got everything, probably you're looking at 60, 70 hours of mm-hmm. gameplay. So it's still a proper JRPG. Right, yeah, I see yeah. that. So I don't know. I think only time will tell whether they could have, like, uh, whether they could have made it into one game or two games. Do you know mm. what I mean? So I... I don't know. And I think there's some twists and some changes in the game. Um, I've heard that as well. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, which is probably a good thing because otherwise it's like, it's not a remake. It's like, yeah, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's it's a bit like, you know, when they remake a new, like a film and sometimes they get it good, sometimes they get it bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. So far, what I've played of it's pretty, it's pretty impressive. Mm. Uh, but um, I think I'll come back to it now, now that I've finished, the, finished uh, one of the other games I've talked about. Mm-hmm talk to you about in a bit the other game i played was ruby's gonna think i'm a sad person now but i had i had one pound fifty uh well one pound fifty car mechanic simulator <laughs> oh the... i remember you mentioning this yeah, yeah one pound fifty you know it was actually quite good you bought basically right you buy these cars uh you buy a car you start off with a banger car oh yeah I remember you buy it and then you've got to you got to rip, uh, rip the engine off uh, uh the firstly the controls are a bit uh, uh finicky it's it's playstation no on switch oh right okay yeah it's only one pound fifty for a full-on mm-hmm. game like for about 20 hour game you know mm-hmm. like, yeah and it's not like a sh- like, thing it's actually because it's something that interests you like, like i kind of like simulation games yeah yeah definitely yeah. but i wouldn't pay like you know it's, it's like it's a bit like what we we're talking about earlier uh, what game we're playing talking about on the on on um the xbox remember you were talking about earlier that you wouldn't buy uh, ace combat like that oh yes yeah, yeah, yeah you wouldn't sure, necessarily sure. buy that yeah, but if it was like one pound fifty or something, you'd might as well try, might it. try it. Yeah, you might as well try it out. So it was that yeah, kind of yeah. thing. So basically, you start off with a car, and then you got parts that are 
faulty in it and you've got to split the car up. Like basically, you can, the viewpoint shows you all the, you can switch, toggle the viewpoint where you show all the, all the car, this is without the outer case, without the, what's the word I'm looking for? The, uh, the chassis? Yeah, 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 yeah. Without the chassis, uh, that without that, so you can just see like you know the wishbone and everything. You can see all that bit and mm -hmm. the engine. You can see all the like the bone structure of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. For lack of a better word, because I'm not a car guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> you will be after you pay later. Yeah, yeah I reckon so. I, I actually learned a lot about cars. How they work. <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah. that's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah, but so what you get, you get like little parts that have gone wrong, and they highlighted. You can see. You can the hull and you got to pick them up but the thing is to get to one part you might have to uninstall other parts that makes sense, that makes yeah. sense. Sure. yeah so you have to get to one part you split it up and it's quite simple and it's quite therapeutic at the same time as well so you you, you find that car and you you take that part out you find another bit but i think it gets more complex the more complex the cars are yeah, yeah sure. sure and you, you have to sort of to get to that part you have to build it and you have to turn it around so it looks i'm probably not doing it justice but it's actually quite it's quite a quite a decent game. I mean, it's not brilliant. Yeah, it sounds playable. It sounds yeah, really it's, interesting. It's quite interesting. You learn about cars and you learn about and what you do. You end up building your own garage sort of thing. You start in your own business. So basically, you start off with like rubbish cars. You you pick up little cars and you get to re, re, you can either keep the car in your garage, like like, like as a total car, or you can sell it on as a profit and then you start building your business. So if, you're trained, cool. if you're trained to be a mechanic, that's the ideal game for you, then, isn't it? I, I think it would help. Because you get to know the parts and how parts are put together, yeah, okay. but in reality, the car you won't be able to split apart. Parts won't look the same. They'll be rust mm -hmm. and they'll be like wear and tear, and you won't see as that as as that car portrays. It'll be useful. Uh, yeah, I, I think it'd be useful. I, I learned a bit about cars, so that's that one. I played about a few hours of that. Uh, that was uh, the other game I played, which was on sale. What I've always wanted was Graveyard Keeper. What was that about? It's on the switch, so it's like Stardew Valley, but it's yeah. it's you're a graveyard keeper, so <laughs> yeah. the, the downside of it's, it's basically the upside down of Stardew. Yeah, so basically instead of, <laughs> instead of harvesting a farm, mm -hmm. you Harvest you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally you're maintaining a graveyard. So people die, you have to do an autopsy on them, put them in the grave, nice. doing that, and then at the same time you've got a village, you can go around and 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 you know you you can go around and meet people. You know how Stardew Valley is now. They don't write yeah. Bodies. Yeah, no, but you could. What you can, you can. Then you can. There's little things like say someone's a burger, you can start harvesting the bodies to build money, like oh, to wow. sell the flesh as a burger. No, no, little, as a burger. Like, sorry. Did you say as a burger, like a hamburger? Yeah. yeah made of body parts that no one knows, so you can start selling meat. <laughs> but the, prob the, the problem with it, like, so the game's like, there's a lot of humor in it, like that. And it's not mm -hmm. done like a grotesque way. It's done like a humorous way. Also, oh, do I want to be selling this? You know, like. Should I sell this? And so basically, the game starts off like I think you die. No, well, you wake up one day and you just wake up in this funny land and you want to get back. Right. right. And there's this little skull fight you find, and he tells you, "Oh, you're in this land. You're the new graveyard keeper." Then you meet like the you, you the graveyard part of this church, but it's it's their own religion there, whatever the religion they've got. They've got, and then you got this like pope like character comes along. And he says, "Oh, I'm I'm the bishop here, and you know we've been waiting for a graveyard keeper for ages. So you've got to we will hopefully you have a good time and stuff. So, you, but he tells you all these things you can do. But the problem is now, Aaron Roops, is that you have to uh, this you have to do to unlock that bit. You have to go and do something else. Where Stardew Valley is pretty much you know 
Go where you want. Yeah, go where you want. Do what you want. Mm, and okay. yes, you have to unlock stuff. Build. But this is like, imagine, imagine now they show you straight away. They show you how to. They show you. Oh, you, you know to do this. You need to build electric grid or something. You know, mm-hmm. in Stardew Valley. And then that's like five steps down the line. What's the point yeah. of that? Yeah, that's what you mean. What's the point in telling you that? Just yeah, just leave and it that's later. The so you have to go back and do. So there's a lot of like little micro micro stuff like that you have to learn and. And then you've got a timeline to do that, and yeah, you have to do like you're more freedom, don't you? Yeah, basically, yeah. it's it's a bit tedious at times. So I played it, and I got a bit like, okay, the concept sounds amazing, as I explained at the start, but the actual mm-hmm. game, there's so much like to learn. Right. Yeah, which puts it puts you off. Okay, it's not straightforward. Okay, I know I can't get this now, and it, it's not it's not very intuitive in the way it tells you what to do, where to go, sort of thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of it's probably you have to Google a lot. Mm, no idea. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? So the concept itself is great, and it's got a lot of great dark sort of humour to it. Yeah. 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 And the concept is great because you you even got your farm as well. You can farm. You've even got a little farm. You can build, but your main part, your graveyard. You got to you got to maintain. You can build gravestones, and and then you've got this autopsy room, which is it's set in like a medieval time as well. <laughs> right. So it's got it, a great it sounds thing. awesome to be fair. It sounds like it's a lot of fun. It sounds like humorous, but yeah, it does. Uh, but that that sort of let me down, so it put me off the game. It was only a few quid. Like I got it on sale, so it wasn't yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, can't go wrong, really. The other next game I played was um, Farm Simulator 19. Again, this is one of the games that. Farming. <laughs> no, it's not farming. <laughs> I, I like simulation games. Do right. you know I find them relaxing, like you know, an enjoyable sort of in that way. So I thought, okay, let me. Let, and this is in 3D. This is. So I've only played about five minutes of it because. Why don't they make housework simulator games? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd rather be doing proper housework, boobs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she says, well, she does all the housework. <laughs> <laughs> so, now anyway, it's so, down for a relaxing game of housework simulator. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you're a game developer, please make housework simulator and. See if you can make it fun. I mean, have a odd zombie come out of the closet that you have to run down. Yeah, but that's the great thing about simulation games. They make like everyday life tasks quite fun. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So like, but, but farm simulator, you got you got this farm and and you you've got to maintain the farm. You you start off with this basic farm. I think I've only played five minutes, so haven't really given it a chance. But there's a lot of tutorials to watch. A lot of instructions mm. remember so you start off with the, in this i forgot what it is you know the the one the truck that harvests the tractor thing that harvests your crops combine harvester i think that's what it is but you have this thing at the front that mm. you've got to attach so you've got to get the truck and attach it to this and you've got certain mm-hmm. controls to move and stuff so <laughs> after that, I, it was late in the night after i completed this another game which i'm going to go into now and i thought i better give, give it a day out but i just wanted to try it out <laughs> Yeah, right. It sounds awesome to be fair. I'd love to try it. Yeah, it was free on PS Plus, so uh, you know it's, it's it's one of those things which you get on and you just sort of get into it, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Become a fan of Joe. <laughs> Sorry for all the Joes out there. <laughs> 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 so okay, so next I'm gonna play my big one now. This is this is I bought this just just on Wednesday, just on the the day, just the day before that that uh, Final Fantasy VII remake came out, which is Days Gone. So let me tell you a bit of background about Days Gone. It, it's a zombie apocalypse apocalypse game. Mm-hmm. So it looks it looks a bit like 
The Last of Us. So it could even be Last of Us 2 when you think of it, like, you look at it and stuff. But it's, You did post a clip of it on the game. Yeah, Ruby, Ruby posted it for me. It was a bear in it. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. In the petrol station. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, so, okay. I'm going to start off. This is one of the best games I've ever played. Wow. wow. This is all I've been doing is playing this game. <laughs> this is why I haven't touched my Xbox. I haven't touched <laughs> my Switch. Any other new game. Yeah, actually, I've been coming home. Every time I've got a spare time for gaming. I've been playing this. If I if I got a weekend off over Easter, I was playing this like hours. And the game, it's like okay. Let me give you as I said, let me give you a background. The game got slated when it came out. Really? Wow. It gets got slated because it's quite buggy. Oh, I see. Like, I see. Okay. like characters are talking and the voice to missions fail and stuff. But mm. I've brought it at a point now where they fixed most of the bugs. Okay. Yeah. They've ironed it all out. And I, I, I checked on Reddit. It's got quite a large uh, community who mm-hmm. love the game. Mm-hmm. And and in terms of sales, it's actually a massive, like, it's pretty, pretty not massive, but a pretty big PlayStation hit. It's a PlayStation wow. excuse, exclusive. But it's a pretty, even though the game got slated, it was still a hit. Right, well, so, well. So it was 20 quid, so I thought, let me give it a go, because, mm. you know, it's, it sounds pretty good. Because I played a, cause I just want to play, I've played all the PlayStation exclusive, so let me try this one. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, so I gave it a go. Uh, I, you start off. Um, it, it starts off at the end of the apocalypse. You've got your wife. You you got your friend. You you and your wife, and you try to escape from uh, by by a, uh, by a zombie apocalypse. I mean, so you've got all zombies going just running havoc as you do in any zombie game. <laughs> yeah. And so, but you what? There's a little bit of space in the helicopter. And you're a biker. You're a hardcore biker dude married to like a PhD uh, doctor, right? Scientist, sorry, who's like like a professor. And she's she's she, she, but she's your wife. And somehow, like during the game, you fall in love with it because you can show like the background story of it. But you let her go on the helicopter, and you what a because you're because helicopter can only take two people. But your mate called Boozer, he's he's seriously hit. So. Mm. She, the, the, the wife says, like, uh, I forgot her name, Elizabeth. I forgot her name now. I can't remember. Anyway, but she, but, she, but she says, go and look after your mate. Because if you leave him alone, he's going to die. So you go mm. back. And, and, and then you say, I'll meet you there. I'll meet you there. So they go off. But then back to the present time now. You're, you're, uh, your mate's there. You're, you've got this little camp. of You've got this little high tower building. You know, like in, in Firewatch, that kind of thing, what we were talking yeah. about earlier. You've got that kind of uh, like you're in that kind of thing with things that, where you're you're fenced off. You're in that kind of like tower. Uh, there's like a little hut at the top of it, so that's where you live. Mm-hmm. That and you with your mate Boozer, who you rescued, but you find out that that your wife didn't survive. What? There was a helicopter uh, crash there. No way. And and you've got a memorial there, but so the whole game based like it really goes into the guy's character, the, the story. So that's what's quite intriguing because he's a really likable character. Mm. very grey in some of the stuff he has to do but he's a really likeable character but the game now and it's just oh, the missions in there okay so you're probably sick of open world games now there's so many so many of them you get a bit fed up like as I said Red Dead Redemption there's so much stuff to do in Red Dead Redemption you're thinking oh, Where do yeah. what do I do you know in all, all open world games like there's so yeah. much and either they're really good like Skyrim do you know what I mean? Where you're just gonna like, because Skyrim's got the RPG element, but most open world games they haven't really got as as 
immense RPG element as, as Skyrim. Mm, yeah. So this one, this one, there's never, it's never, you're never littered with missions. So you've okay. got five, six missions all the time. So it's quite manageable. Right. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like, there's like, there's like camps there and there's, 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 there's like, uh, what are they called? Um, you know how you have, um, uh, like bandit, bandit camps? Okay. Yeah. Because remember, you're you're everyone's escaped from prison as well. So I'm not. I'm just rambling on at the moment because I'm I'm so excited about the game that <laughs> that I'm not making any sense. But basically, it's <laughs> open world, and you've got all these groups of people. You've got different sects, and you've got like different camps you can go to, and each camp you can earn their trust. And by earning the trust, you get more weapons. You can build wipe, uh, bike upgrades because you ride around on this really cool bike. It actually made me mm. want to sort of uh, buy a bike and learn how to ride. <laughs> it's so cool and wow, wow. The, the crazy thing about these you've got these freakers which are the zombies yeah and they 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 basically come at you in quite some speed freak you out literally they freak you out come right. at you quite mm-hmm. some speed but the key part of the game you've got these hordes mm-hmm. the hordes are hundreds of them even though you <laughs> don't really fight them when you see you can see them at any point in the game but if you get close to them and you're not on your bike you're going to die Wow! Like, literally, because you can't you can't fight them. Because imagine it's like real life. Imagine there's hundreds of them. Yeah. No matter yeah. how much good, and they're faster than you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it, it doesn't matter. Even though you can like, upgrade your speed and stuff, so they're faster than you. So imagine um, there's hundreds hundreds of them. So you, you better get to your bike. So you got to play uh, strategically. And some of the missions I've done, I've done one mission where there's you fight. It's part of the game, the main mission. You have to kill five hundred of them, like one horde. And once you clear the horde, they're gone. Oh, it's some of the best. How long fun. did that take? Like that, that particular one. Oh, must have been three or four hours. Really? Like, yeah. Wow. Three or four hours of fun. Yeah. Like going there, setting a trap, going going back, killing a bunch, going there, sneaking up, firing a Molotov. Uh, uh, into there because because the Molotov is the the bin like yeah, this is bread and they catch they 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 they, they set each other on fire. Oh, but, I see. Uh, yeah. But the Molotov it's like real. How many how many people can a Molotov bin like maybe maybe ten people. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it's a small one, maybe two three people, four mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. people. But but you've got to keep doing that, and you've got only limited resources. Then you got to run because as soon as they catch you, you you better run. And and I've got my bike parked up somewhere, running back. Doing that set, and meanwhile, I've set like proximity traps in between. So when they're chasing me, they get blown up with those as well. Ah, that sounds wicked. Okay, yeah, it's so much cool. stuff like that. You, you can, it's like you're thinking about how, how I'm gonna take this fort out. Yeah, and then yeah, you, yeah. And then you got the camps as well, like you know that you got the the the, the bandit camps. Mm-hmm. I forgot the word that they used for them, but and each, but each the way the game works, like each each um, when you go to the mission screen, each like say you you. Say the mission is to clean out all the bandit camps. You can see what the progression of that that certain type of part of the game is. How do you mean, sorry? So say say I've say I've cleaned the bandit camp now. Start yep. the game. Yep. It's the game mission shows you that there's overarching missions. So you've only cleaned, you've done one percent of the bandit camp missions. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. The hordes. Say I've done the hordes now. It shows you that I've done five percent five percent of the hordes. Mm. I've got this many, this many. It doesn't show you how many you got, you got left, but it shows you that you've got to do that. Then also the other, the other thing you've got in there is freaking nests. Freaking nests, wow. Yeah, so you've got to, as soon as you blow up a nest, they cut, they come out and start, start killing. But you got to find the nest and around oh, the nest. Oh, you have got hordes, but you've got like, 
loads of freakers around. So, yeah. but you can do stealth attacks on them as well. So you can either go in there with like, guns blazing, or you can go stealth attacks and and, and kill them with a knife. But mm-hmm. then you can upgrade your weapons as well. You can upgrade your melee weapon. You can upgrade your your shooting. You can upgrade your 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 uh, stealth attacks. You can upgrade your run, your stamina. So do you remember like the, the horde can catch you, but you yes. get pretty good speed. Then you got like a focus bit as well. Where you can hit the focus button and it slows down time a bit. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's like a bit of bullet time, that sort of thing. For, yeah, for time. that that really helps you as well. So you can aim and. Boss. How can you? Sorry to, if I may ask him, how do you upgrade your weapons? What sort of upgrades have you got? So you've got you've you've got a bunch of like uh, as you as as the game progresses, you either like say you you either get rewarded weapons like say you set a mission, mm-hmm. or you can go, you can by ending a tr- by ending the trust of of a camp. But do missions for that camp. Like, say one person gone, one of their camp members have lost, gone astray. Um, you, you, you can do a mission and you win trust for that camp. And then mm-hmm. that locks it. So you got uh, tiers of weapons. You got level one weapons, level two weapons, level three weapons for that camp. And that unlocks the weapons. Okay. So the trust. So say you got level one trust, you can, you can't, you can only select, you can only buy weapons which are level one. Once you bought that weapon, it's stored in your locker forever. Okay, that's really good. But you gotta buy the you gotta buy the ammo. So you might have like say you got a certain type of shotgun. You might have a um, it'll say like it'll say I don't know rusty grade second hand rusty grade. I can't yeah. remember that. But then later on in the game, you, that same shot, shotgun you got military spec. Oh nice, okay. And um, how do you earn money in the game? Like to buy stuff. So each camp's got its own currency. More oh wow. Camp. Because remember, it's the end of the world. And there's no such thing as money. There's no but such thing as money. Currency, yeah. So you, you're almost earning credit for that camp. I see. I see. Yeah. And, and some, sometimes you, the camps hate each other. There's one camp which is like, like okay, the first camp you you, you meet, right? They're, they're like conspiracy theorist camps, right? The owner of it, he's he goes, the government's against you. The government let you down. We're going to make America great again. You know mm-hmm. that kind of thing. The mm-hmm. whole camp starts based around that. Everyone's mm-hmm. thinking and. The second camp, they were, and you. By the way, you, you, by the way, you meet people on the on the street who are in trouble, and you can send them to whatever camp you want. Oh, so you can strengthen certain camps. Yeah, you can strengthen certain camps and stuff. Sorry, it's probably boring. You right no, now. no, no, no. I, I've almost finished. So, you can strengthen camps you want, and then but there's one camp right that is a slave camp. You don't realize until you meet her. Oh. Yes, yeah, boy, see what she's doing. She's, she's making, if you're part of the camp, they give you food and stuff, but they really, they, they really make you work hard. Like, oh, I see, I see. To work, you're part of the camp, you've got to do your shift, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 This, old, this is old woman, she's probably about 60, but she, she's running the camp, because she, in the previous life, she used to be like a prison warden or something. Oh, I see. Yeah, so that, that's the thing. And then there's one later, but the amazing, so, so check this out, you've got these two, two, three camps at the start, playing, and this is probably about 20, 30 hours in the game. Mm-hmm. And you come to a really hard mission and you think, oh, this is amazing, a really hard mission now. And uh, you, 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 you're gone and you kill this like arch nemesis and stuff. You kill him. Really, you go for a, a massive like two-hour end mission. You think, wow, this is amazing. And guess mm-hmm. what? Wow. The game just opens up all over again. And you get this other, other camp. Okay, right. Think, so <laughs> that was not the entire game. <laughs> not the entire game, and you and the other camps amazing because the other camps got like amazing characters in there, <laughs> and 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 it just keeps going. Yeah, and the, the same time you've got this affinity with your friend member who you saved at the start, 
Yes. You, you're, he's ill because he got he, he got burnt, his arm got burnt, and there's these sub-stories, subplots. You go into your background of why why you're like this. Like real life, then. Oh, it's like, you know, there's probably no one way to play it, as well. Yeah, if you played it again, yeah, exactly. it's going to be very different. And so so the, the Ben Studios, do you remember Siphon Filter? No. Yeah, I do, yeah, I remember that. Remember these, that. Are, these are the developers of that. So right, after right, 80s, wow. they made they made a game on uh, <laughs> now. So this is like this is the this is the apparently set secretly set in the siphon filter universe. Oh, right. the siphon filter. So this is that virus that's come to come come to play because you can get the siphon filter gun in there. Right. Oh wow, that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. So because maybe us anyway. So imagine that now. So you've got the camp and 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 you you're doing the missions for that camp. Then you come to another great crazy mission and you kill it. And you still haven't find your wife, and you find that your wife's dead, and whatnot. I'm not going to do the spoilers, but anyway. But after that, there's another part of the game that opens up. Damn. And I must have spent 80 hours on the game now. <laughs> wow. It doesn't so, tell you what many hours. Uh, so, have you completed oh. it? Yeah, I've completed it now. Just right. Completed it, and it's got an end to it. Yeah, I completed it. But <laughs> after the game, you can go back and you can go back and kill the hordes. Oh, that's really good. So you can re- like you just travel through the map and go back to those areas, or yeah, there's hordes, there's new, there's like upgrades you can carry on getting, and you actually want to go back. I actually went back the next morning and went back to try and kill a horde or try to try to get all my Nero points, like to to get your upgrades. Wait, so right. What was it? What marks the end of the game? What's so you? So I don't want to spoil it for everyone, but there is an ending of the game, right. and. and you you're on this one long mission with all these little submissions. Yeah. In it. And then once you complete the big long mission, it's kind of like Super Mario World, where you can go back to certain worlds and collect your. Yeah, you can go back and find out because you want to kill the hordes as well. Like you can upgrade because now that you've got the upgrades, you can fight the hordes. So, and the point of doing that is that will you actually change the world somehow? Like no, I, I think so if you're somebody who was yeah. like really into the game, you completed it, the overall mission, but then you went back and killed all the hordes and at every level, will you somehow? With the world of hordes. I think you get trophies because this is one of the only games you can go into the game and see what trophies you've got. Right. Oh, right. So, so it encourages that anyway. So it does encourage further play. Even yeah. But then, because the game got slated, like when I told you the game got slated, these guys, mm. what they've done, they've added a new game plus to it. Nice. They've added an arcade mode to it so you can go back and do missions but in an arcade mode. That's wicked. I love it. So you don't have to worry about ammo, and you can just you can just kill stuff like. Yeah, and, and it's like it's like a fast arcade mode, like you know, like yeah. you're horde like that. So. Yeah. Sounds like a game that basically ends all games. You don't need any other games. Oh <laughs> yeah. I think oh, I think sometimes like you know when the when when game developers have uh, sort of get slated a bit, they put the extra effort in for the fans. Yes, yeah. definitely. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's what they've done, and and you can't knock them for that. So one of the greatest games I played. Enjoyed it so much. Definitely worth twenty pounds if it's giving you eighty hours. Oh, this is what I mean. I want to go back to that time. Remember we were talking about movies and books and stuff. Mm. This is why you can't beat games as a medium. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's so much enjoyment, value for money. Twenty quid. It's giving me like, and it's invested me in a in a world which I'm like left. I can't wait for part two now. Yeah, Yeah. man, definitely. I, I love games. I love when they hit you like that. Just you know, when they just take the boxes and do it right. It, it's it's such a joy. It's such a joy to play those games. Oh. So that honestly sounds amazing, man. Okay, last game before we finish off. Me and Sam played Don't Starve on the PlayStation. Oh, okay, yeah. When YouTube, Raj and Ruby playing that? 
Yeah, we and me and Ruby were playing that once, but then me and Sam got because I saw so uh, uh, I, I messaged Sam and go, I got some time free because he was he said his son was um, uh, was I think he was with his in laws or something like that. His son was, mm-hmm. so he had a bit of time to play. So we um, what did we do? Yeah, so so we it was going to play Destiny Two or Don't Starve, but Don't Starve had downloaded earlier fast because it's a smaller game. So we started playing Don't Starve. That was pretty cool because normally I play with Ruby and she normally does her own stuff. Like, right. Well, both of you have to. It's a survival game, isn't it? Yeah. And um, you know, if at night, if you don't have a fire, you'll get eaten by yeah. whatever beast is out there. Mm-hmm. And as if you're two player, you're a team. You can, you know, one of you go and get fire, one of you go and gather food, and you know, to do what you do for survival. So normally, it's basically like you can imagine with Raj. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll be like, right, this is what we're going to do. And I'll say, okay, but I'd go off and do my own thing. I'd get <laughs> and then end up being a ghost and coming back. But I'm just left alone now. <laughs> that can't so it, was, it was a different experience playing it with Sam. Sam <laughs> it we, we were working together. There was actual team yeah. there. <laughs> we probably survived longer. How many days did we get up to? I think seven we got to. That's quite long. But uh, uh, the hard bit of, that, bit of that game is the starvation because it's so easy to starve. Really? Yeah. For me, it was a mental stimulation because starvation, I was okay. Gathering wood, I was okay. But it's, it shows you the mental health bit. I never knew what you had to do. I think that's if you eat the wrong things. Right, maybe I And if you pick certain characters, like, <laughs> you kept, uh, I think you kept playing, like, if you pick the generic character, the main character, you don't have any, like, uh, picks or, 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 or cons. But if you pick one of the other characters, like, one character might have super strength, right? But he's he can't. I don't know, he, he has to eat certain types of food. Mm, okay. I mean, so that's like, even though you've got one perk, he's got a weakness as well. See, I kept picking the, the one with the spider head, so your head is actually yeah. like a spider. You could actually go and chat to the other spiders, but what I do is go and antagonize spiders, you know, because spiders see the human, it'll run after and try and eat you. But the spider saw me, and it didn't, but then until I killed one of its spiders, and they realized that's an enemy and run after me. Wow, that's so cool. What a great feature. I and then there's some which like you can stay the spider one one you can survive in the dark no I, I think there might be one that's going to survive in the dark but then they, 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 they can't survive it or something like that I can't remember now but anyway yeah me and Sam played that so that's the last game so we're up to three and a half hours now so that's been a crazy three and a half hours now damn that flew by though wow I, I think it's been good for a comeback episode you know like this is episode 13 we haven't done this for weeks and you know what a lot of our listeners i say a lot of them the ones that i mentioned have been waiting so we've given them an extra bit of time yes definitely agree exactly bit of a lockdown podcast for everyone exactly we'll call it the lockdown podcast (laughs) now bless you and uh bless the listeners and thank you for listening if you have listened yeah Uh, uh, that's great facebook yeah Absolutely, we're all tired now, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, cheers, guys. It's good fun as always. Right. Fantastic. All right. Thanks now. Thanks now. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.